You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Hello, hello, you pervy little weirdos, and welcome back to the Gamecasters podcast. We took a poll recently over on the Discord about what our fan base wanted to be called, and the write-in vote, pervy little weirdos, won the whole thing with 69 <laughs> votes and a landslide over the actual nominees, which were Gamecasticles, Ryan's Wet Dreams, and we did it all for Natalie's nookie, come on, her nookie, come on, so you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah. yeah. I thought that was a little bit too long. A little long. <laughs> we got a very special episode 129 for you today, as 129 is the number of times this special guest has said, ew, in the last month. And I was like, this is such a momentous occasion. We must have you on the show. Welcome, Devin Madigan, back again! Devin, I couldn't think of a better reason to have you back. 129 ewes. Wow. I think we all want to know how many of those ewes were attributed to Jeff asking for butt stuff, how many were simply you looking into Millie's diaper, and how many were you spurning the sexual advances of a grocery store bagger? How many ewes? Like, she's at the grocey store, and the bagger's like, hey, what's up, I was like, did this like, actually happen? No, that'd be funny. Did it actually? Maybe. Has that happened? Uh, have you got hit on by you? a bagger? <laughs> <laughs> I get so many sexual advances. I can't, I don't know. Just ears and walk so What's up with you? How's it going, Devin? <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I love my new job, so yeah. everything's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. It would be suck dick if you didn't love yeah. your new job. Did you guys? I know, she's like happy. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 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 Come home from work happy. Isn't yeah. that something? It's a, strange, it's a strange thing. How long did you not enjoy your previous job for so that when you got <laughs> your new years. job, now you're like, oh, shit, this is crazy. It's and like, this is out of 11. So out of 10 years or 11 years, how many this years? This is my 11th year. Okay. So out of yeah. 10 years. How many didn't you like? Is that is that the question? Yeah. yeah. If this was a pie chart. How many did you stick with I that mean, job even though you didn't like How long did you fill up the bathtub with the shower, basically, before you finally got a new toilet and you were like, this is great. This is great. Uh, 10 years. 10 years. Wow. So, so first year, you're kind of like, hee. I mean, I student taught there, too. I don't. Yeah. And then oh. you started at your new job and you were like, oh, my God, life can be good. This can be you can fun. have a job that different. You yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you had great coworkers yes. at your old job and lifelong yeah. friends yeah. that you've made. But yeah, it made me who I am. And yeah, but cool. Yeah. So, you guys, with Devin being on the show today, I wanted to go around and tell our audience how Devin felt the first time she met Jeff and how she felt about it. But I want to do this collaboratively. Okay. Starting with Devin, what? we're going to go around the table and all tell this story together. Each of okay. us saying only one word okay. to okay. build the story <laughs> until its conclusion. Oh boy. I'm sure this will be exactly how it happened. So, yep. Devin, you're going to start and you're going to say one word. We're, we're, we're telling a collaborative story about how you met Jeff and how you felt about it. Mm-hmm. So, you start, us, you start us off. What if she was just like, ew? <laughs> <laughs> ew. The end. And then we'll be like, ew. ew. Yeah. yeah, the, the end. <laughs> Ding. Okay. Go ahead. We met at a restaurant and I ate pussy. Who's the I? <laughs> Is Devin the eye? We'll see. We'll okay. see. Yeah, she's telling the story. We're, okay. we're telling um, the story. Well, food. And I food. And no, I ate food. Oh, I said eight. Eight. I ate food. Because <laughs> I said pussy. Oh, my God. We're already you off the rails. Insert we're pussy. Right. Wait, it's your anything. turn before you say We're already off the rails. Okay, so I okay, ate food. Okay, where are we at? We're at. Food. We met. At a restaurant. At a restaurant. And I ate food. And I ate food. Okay. And? Jeff. Smiled. 
<laughs> at me, Devin. God, I wish you said my. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. I oh, mean my. my. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's our first name. Well, listen. My pussy. Let me see it. And then I didn't have to say any words. I just, like, just smile. smiled at it. It's got to be the end of the sentence. So I don't know what I'm like. You like the next see, Jeff? Okay. Yeah, so start, start us off, Natalie. After pussy. After he smiled after, at her pussy. Yeah, after I smiled what? at Devin's pussy. Yeah, no, you start. The next but that's yeah, not yeah. how it ended. Okay. Are you sure? He said me. No. Well, What's I change it to my. Oh, okay. We'll listen yeah. back. Okay. We're going to edit it. Um, He <laughs> is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at he is huge and yep, very. This is your chance, oh though. This is your chance. Crush him. This is your chance. Funny. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's probably the end of. A sentence. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He is huge and very. Funny. Afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, you said afterwards we went. Oh, come on. You had such a chance. To? The? Bedroom. There you go. I wanted to lead you into something. Thank you. Four? Yes. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> Four ice cream. cream. We did actually have ice cream. In the bedroom. Not no. the bedroom. Wow, so we learned this. We, You're in the bedroom having ice cream. Having ice cream. <laughs> ice cream and? It. Led. To? A lot. Of? Wait, a lot. I know. Two words. I know. <laughs> I'm just leading it in Ryan. <laughs> of? Um, pussy, pussy, tummy. Pussy, pussy. Oh. Tummy. Oh. Okay. Tummy. 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 What? You guys are freaks. Tummy, what? what did you do in the bedroom with we ice cream? We had ice cream. We got tummy. <laughs> tummy eight. What did you have? Tummy eight. Oh. Just like tummy time. Like we're just hanging out. It's on our bellies. We're just on our bellies. You taught Jeff how to roll over. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> from tummy. No, tummy was no, That's tummy. the way it happened. Tummy. I believe. I think we all agree that's tummy. how it happened. Ew. <laughs> 130. Okay. That's 130 ooze. It's got to be the end of the sentence. Yeah, All right. I don't know. Do we keep going? Yeah, one more sentence. Once we finished <laughs> Fini- finished our tummy time, <laughs> we went potty. <laughs> <laughs> Together, yeah. Wow. So you guys, ha- I did not know the thing about the ice cream and the tummy time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went potty now together. You know. And it's funny, I also didn't know you guys called it potty. Yeah. Well, we both ate the same amount of ice cream and then we yeah. had to go potty. After. That makes sense. I just <laughs> There was only could... one bathroom, so we had to go at the same time. Well, at the same time. Oh, <laughs> same time. I see. So Devin, were you sitting down spread Jeff's in front of you looking yeah. you in the eyeballs yeah. while he's peeing, yeah, peeing between your legs? Yeah, you gotta aim for the And you were thing. like, oh my gosh, there's like no splashback. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at this, Jeffrey. Did you call, oh, Jeffrey. You, you call him Jeffrey, right? Yeah, no. Uh, Sometimes. No. <laughs> when, only when he's in trouble. Have you ever called yeah. him Jeffrey? <laughs> yes. Why? Yeah. Why and but, when? Like Jeffrey, right? <gasps> For like what? when you're like, like what does he do? Him. Not a lot. Sometimes if I say something inappropriate, yeah, yes, I get a Jeffrey. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a Jeffrey you know, like, instead like of a, a Ryan. like a Ryan. Okay, yeah. so Jeff Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has he ever made you like oh boy. irrationally <laughs> angry? Ooh, 
probably. Like where you're like so mad, you're like, I know this is a little overreaction, but you're like, just I love like, him, bah. but I fucking hate him yeah. right now. <laughs> I mean, probably like typical stupid probably. stuff. Yeah, Whoa. but not really. Oh, we don't really fight. Yeah. Only during tummy time. Only tummy time. <laughs> when you've had too much ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> in the bedroom. Who's going to go well, potty that's first? Like, that's like we're like angry because our bellies are so full. You know, <laughs> why are we like laying grumpy. on our belly as we're eating? I don't know. But yeah. Uh, so what's up with you guys? Okay. I got to talk about something. Natalie and I have been talking about it. Devin and I watched the show. Ryan has not. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Okay. I do know a little about this though. On yeah. HBO is a fucking roller coaster of insanity. It is. That almost just needs to be watched by people. It is way too long for it's, what it is. Yeah, too long. There's yeah, I didn't realize there was two seasons. Yeah, I know, there's like two seasons I was of like, this whoa, documentary, this is crazy. which is and then it's like season two, and I was like, what? All right, Jeff, yeah. set the table. What is so this? So the premise is, is... Set the table. All right, so the way that it's introduced in the beginning is this, this wonderful suburban family who has three kids. One is a, a genius, mm-hmm. okay? are going to expand their family and adopt someone from the Ukraine. Okay. Okay. And they adopt a little person from Ukraine with a certain type of dwarfism that I don't remember. Yeah. And how wonderful are they, right? This is incredible. She's been bounced from place to place, and now she finally finds her home. Okay. Okay. As you're five minutes into the show, you're starting to realize that maybe this girl is insane. Oh. Trying to, like, kill her family members and hurt people and is bad she's and all like this kind of stuff happening. She knows how to kill her. at six. She's a, she's a killer. She's, she's a, like okay. hiding knives she's a spy. under her and then, bed. And yeah. It's like standing at the stuff. edge of the bed holding a knife like, I'm going to kill you. That kind of crazy So how things. do we know that? So we know that from the dad telling a story. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, he goes to like news and, and the, the mom isn't on the show, but she has the stories, right? There's police reports of this thing. And as as this story starts to unfold, you kind of go, I don't really know who's telling the truth and what actually <laughs> happened in any of these situations. Yeah. Like the parents might be lying? Yeah. And then, so their right. season one is basically the the family telling the story, I guess. Yeah. And season two- it's from the family side, and then, yeah, season, season two- Season two, they interview her, then, Natalia then Grace. she's oh. defending herself, basically. And she's be and like- saying this. her side. So she's not in the first season at all? No. She is not no. talking no. in the first season, right? Yeah, she's no. not. It's just like pictures and videos, home videos of her, but she's not in it. The second one is like her- Just her almost. And then like the dad too. Yeah. They almost awesome. try to reconnect. It's a, it's in, it's insane. Every time you're like, it's insane. I know what happened. Yeah. And they're like, no, you don't. Really? You don't know her age. Like, that's the big thing. <clears throat> well, the big thing is they, they, yeah. they legally her got her age changed from six, no, from eight to 22 years old. <gasps> and then, and like, this is all stuff I read in an article like years ago. So like, I don't think it's like spoiling right, anything yeah, necessarily, is... but then they, they're like, oh, this girl, she's, she's pretending to be a child when she's actually an adult. Yes. And so they legally, a court changed her age from eight to 22. Just on the testimony of the parents that no, say that? No, they said that they had like- There was like a half a doctor a that doc- kind yeah. of said so. But- And that was like the story, no Natalie's right. That was the story that came yeah. out right away. It was and like, this, right. this person is hiding their age, right? right? And that was all, and that, you know, is it- Right, and she's creeping us out. Are they just trying to get rid of this girl? Right, and so then they got there. Now she's 22 years old all of a sudden overnight, and they're like, well, you're an adult. Uh, We'll get you an apartment, set you up. Wait, but she might be eight. Yeah. So I won't say any more, but like, it's just insane. For a potential eight-year-old child. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wait, those fuckers are like, like if I was like, hey, Ryan, how old are you? I'm somewhere between eight and 22. Yeah. Right. Free to $70. That's a pretty, that's a big range. How do they expect her to make her own money? Well, they paid for everything. They just don't want her well, to live with them. Yep. She has disability so check. Sure so now that she turned, you know? now that she was right. twenty something, she, yeah. she had disability. disability. But they had a lot of money. So this, we still don't this, know the truth. This mom also like they had a lot of money. This mom, <laughs> she's crazy. But she, <laughs> they had this genius son, and like he's he was Dr. like. Phil. Yeah, oh. he was like on TV mm-hmm. and we stuff, and then yeah, and then she wrote a book <laughs> because she thought that she like she raised him it. as a yeah. genius, and so she wrote a book and she got a bunch of money from this. book. She thought she was behind yeah. his genius. Yeah, yeah. 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 she but fostered he has this. autism. Like he's on the spectrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah, right. And the son was in it too. The oldest son. Okay. he was yes. like talking about it in in the show too. But anyway, so they had they were like they Holy had shit. good money. They had money yeah. to like help her out. They just didn't want her. Yeah, get away from uh, me. In their house because, you know, supposedly, allegedly, she was creeping them out and trying to kill them. It's it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I recommend when, watching it. Yeah. Second season, a little too long. She's like Stewie. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> the second to season's them. too long, but necessary to get the full picture. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you just watched season one, you'd probably be like you'd have a little one more opinion. one-sided. And yes. then the season two And then you watch season like, two, and then your know. mind changes completely, and you're also very confused. Like, what is... Well, so is there a payoff the to this show? It's Do you guys feel... Are you like... Are you? Is your mind like kind of mad now? Because you're like, I don't know what that Your what mind, your mind like, might be. Yeah, I think... Because it sounds like I would be upset. I feel very fairly confident in how what I think happened and it's not obviously oh, I don't okay. know 100%. Oh, well. you can't say oh no that's Natalie says what she thinks is going to spoil a lot yeah oh. but yeah. like I I mean it's obviously I'm I don't know the truth but like I feel like I have a I think I have a picture too yeah of I have what a picture of what happened. but you could probably happened. say if you think she's a kid or an adult right that's not spoiling anything is it um maybe maybe it might really be. yeah fuck it, from what I saw on the news <laughs> like two years ago they made me believe that she was a child Okay, mm-hmm. but it was it was. I, I agree that it was very one sided because we didn't hear her talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird. It well, was, if you do want to pay off, Devin and I also watched a show called American Nightmare on Netflix. Okay, sounds which, like a horror show. It would be. It's not. Okay, another three episode documentary, yeah, which was, was the perfect perfect length. Yeah, and girth. <laughs> and girth was good. Um, it was whenever uh, they say it's perfect, usually it's not. So this yes, story it is. happened. Perfect means perfect. Something. Something. <laughs> So someone came into this person's apartment and kidnapped this woman. Okay. There's the couples lying in bed. The girl gets kidnapped. Okay. Yikes. And then. This is a true story. While they're in bed together. True story. True story. Interviews the guy. While they're in bed together, she gets kidnapped. Um, The pull of this show is that this came out right. This happened right around the time the movie Gone Girl Mm. was like huge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is based off a book. Which is based off a book. About a woman who set up her own Kidnapping. kidnapping murder to then blame her husband or mm-hmm. was yeah. that a true story gone no. girl was not a true no. story. Okay. but this is they like think similar. this is like a copycat there was a oh yeah is this copycatting? so this is a full <laughs> story from start to end that ends with a a finale so is, it ends with a like the answer is it a documentary happened. or is it like a um like, like a, a dateline like, okay so it's not like a redepiction with no. actors no it is no. a you get Everybody's in the show that you're going to be able to want to. Ooh, hear this sounds like interesting. The, the, the kidnappee, okay. the the boyfriend, they're all in the show. Okay. Not show. They're in the documentary, saying yeah. their side of the story mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Police officers, right? It's just a yeah. It's only true, three episodes. True crime. Only three mm-hmm. episodes. Ooh, I like that. Are they like an hour long? I think they're maybe even like forty five minutes to an yeah. hour. Ooh. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe I watched that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's a that's a quick one to watch. American American Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Devin said it was all over TikTok. Was it all over TikTok? Is that what you said? Um, I think so. Social media somewhere. Yeah. Did you guys finish Fargo? The yes. season. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. That show's great. Back to great. Wow. Man, I think it dipped in four. It dipped so in four. Four wasn't good. even Fargo to me. It was so good. If you haven't watched Fargo. That was kind of hard to watch at some parts. Yeah. I agree. Season. Oh, yeah. There was some was difficult Jack. parts. Yeah, a lot of abuse. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, was like, yeah. But, man, some good acting, though. Oh, yeah. Good character yeah. development. Like, yeah. God, you just like... Mm-hmm. The John Ham character. You oh my gosh! Yeah, played, you fucking so, hated he that really guy. So good, good guy. at hate, like you wanted to hate yeah. him so bad. That was my like, favorite role he's played because usually he plays like the hot dummy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, that's only in like there's only two. 30 there's like, thirty. Yeah, Rock there's and another Parks one. And, and Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks yeah, and Rec. Like, really? Mad Men. He wasn't a dummy. Mad Men. Yeah, no, Mad Men. He's just like a fifties. He's kind of a dick. I think. He's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a dick. I never actually watched Mad Men. But he wasn't. I wouldn't say he was like evil in Mad Men. Like no, no. He's just kind of like other show. Yeah, Fargo. and then um, he just played in the latest season of um, the morning show, and he's he's kind of a bad guy in that too. Not again, like Fargo. He's bad at that guy. bad guy she's, stage of his life, I guess. John. He looks like a bad guy when you see him in the show. He doesn't even say anything. Dang, just the way he looks, I'm like no, that, guy, that guy's a bad guy. Yeah, That's a bad but like him, guy. and then Juno Temple was, she was awesome, great. and then. Is that Kaylee from... Yeah. Keely. Keely, yeah. yeah. She was and Kaylee. then I don't know his name in real life, but Steve from Stranger Things, I thought he was Oh my gosh, he was great. At his he was great. character. Was he? And Winston, was, he, was he was the son. The son, He was the, the son. Oh yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, Winston from He looks from different though, because yeah, you know, he he's not like an 80s guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, Winston from New Winston Girl. Was Winston was great. Was he was awesome. only in about him. half of it, right? Yeah. But he was like pop up here and there. Yeah. I even liked like the her husband... Um, Me too. He was just like, he's oh, just like kind of a, he's the guy that I always want in a Fargo yeah. show is that guy. That guy was so he's funny. He's just so like innocent. And yeah. Yeah, he's just sitting on the couch. Oh, heck there. Don't you know? Why don't you come oh, over you dinner? Eh? You want to pop? Oh, also, yeah, you want to pop? <laughs> you want to pop? <laughs> I was talking to um, Donkey Kong about this at um, Nerdfest and he was so right about this. <clears throat> For some reason, there are more parallels to the movie. Yeah. It, or references maybe to the movie in season five than I feel like have ever been in it before. Okay. So I, would believe you. I, I was like watching that. every episode. I'm like, that, that's the same as the movie. It's the same as the movie. Yeah. Like the, 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 the cop, the female cop lady, mm-hmm. her last name is Olmstead. That's the Margie Olmstead is okay. the main cop from the movie Fargo. Mm. So I, I didn't look into the lore of it or whatever, but um, I'm guessing they're probably related. I have to look more somehow, you know, and there's like right. a million different the things like the that. that, that I yeah, so I remember cool. the, the so first good. several episodes, you kept being like, that's in the movie. That happened in the movie. That <laughs> I was like, Oprah, when the guys broke in her house. Wasn't there some stuff, something with the movie there? Yep. Yeah. Like, like how they like. It was like how a they one like to outside. one scene, yeah. like reproduction. Mm-hmm. He like looks in the window, like yeah. does this into the window. She's watching TV, like knitting. And then she's like, ah, and like gets up and runs. That's exactly the same shit as the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that show's great. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I need to watch that. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump into the games? Nope. I mean, Devin and I registered for NerdFest. Woo! We're officially registered for NerdFest. What is NerdFest, Jeff? Nerdfest <laughs> is something that Ryan started. We'll turn over to Ryan and talk about Nerdfest. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, what is it? So I started this convention, yep. um, and uh, mm-hmm. Natalie can tell you about what the convention is. Yep, Natalie, go right ahead. It's a, okay, it's a convention where we play games, but really, Devin. You should probably explain this. Explain it. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw it over to Jeff, and then we'll just keep going around and around until eventually you get Let's do one word Nerdfest explanation. <laughs> well, we do have an announcement related to Nerdfest. We just posted a bunch of events 
So if you're registered, you can sign up for those events. If you're not registered, get registered Register. so you can sign up for events. All of them are free except um, a painting class. Yeah, the mini painting is the only one that that's there's that a charge for and they're filling up already. We have got yeah. a lot of but people signed up for a lot of, good of stuff. events. We got a couple like RPG D and D one shot. We got a bunch of different board games. There's a challengers tournament, tumbling dice tournament. Kyperium with the designer, Grit with the designer. Sam McMeeple's bringing Everstone. Everstone with yeah. the designer. going to do that. Jeremy uh, Pete is Grit. RPG, RPG. fantasy RPG yeah, with the designer. Matt Riddle's going to be there. That's mm -hmm. great. It's going to yeah, be fun. Yeah, Jamie Daggers is doing the painting class again. Mm -hmm. We have the entire hall this time, not just the upstairs. All we have the upstairs down. and the downstairs. Yeah. Uh, so we get, we get the whole parking lot this time, guys. Yeah. We, 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 we might be getting some yeah. like additional... We've had some interest in like additional vendors. Yep. So we, you know, it's kind of, it seems like it's going to be like similar last year, but maybe just like a step up a little bit. We don't want to go backward. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the same feeling I had as last year where last year, like a month or two before the convention, we were like, is anyone going to show up? Yeah. I know. Is it just going to be our group of friends? And well, then everybody the showed cool up. The cool thing is too, like everybody, you know, where I'm, I can see who's like registered so far and, um, there's a, a bunch of people who aren't like friends or family members of ours who sh were there last year. And I recognize their names oh, really? who have registered that's already. Cool. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. It like, is fun to get excited. Like, I don't know that person's name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's I the thing. Um, so we don't just have board game conventions or have Debbie Doodashes on the show. We also <laughs> sometimes play board games. Sometimes. One of the greatest <laughs> modern designers of our time is a man by the name of Simone Luciani. Would you agree with that statement, Jeff? I would agree with that. He's responsible for so many great games. Natalie, can you name any of them? Takenu. So he's responsible for Zulkin. Mm. Marco Polo. Teotihuacan. Marco Polo too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Grand Austria. <laughs> I thought it was Ouch. a T-Guy. You're thinking Danielle Tashini. Yeah. It's okay. Isn't he in this too? Nope. <laughs> What's the other guy? I'll get there. <laughs> What's the solo guy? David Terzi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess I don't know. Well, here, I'll, I'll tell you. He's responsible for Zulkin, the Mayan calendar. Jeff's favorite game, I think, of his, which is also his, like, his first. Marco, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe oh. yours too. Yeah, it's oh, also a T like, game. That's a T game. Shoot me with a yeah. hand gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. Marco Polo, <laughs> Marco Polo 2, Grand Austria Hotel, Lorenzo Il Magnifico, Newton, Barrage, Golem, Talitum, Tilatum, Tilatum. Darwin's Journey, a couple more that I haven't played, um, and uh, <laughs> one's Rats of Wistar. And oh, then, that's a new one. And then I An Anunnaki is the other. I want to play one that's that rats new. Of rats, I think. Rat Do you rats like those of rat Wistar. Rats. I, like the, rats. I got first rat. I want rats. You want of rats Wistar. Of Wistar? I, want, I ain't yeah. anything with rats. Anything with rat. Rat. Radis. 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 The man loves to team up, though. Um, so Natalie, to, speaking to what you were kind of confused about, none of the games I listed he designed by himself. Hmm. Most of them, he was the lead designer. Oftentimes, he pairs up with Danielle Tashini, Virginio Gili, Flaminia Brasini, Leonardo da Vinci, Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> what for his newest game? Nucleum. He's paired up with famed solo designer Natalie David Tersey mm. for the first time. Well, I was lucky enough to be on the receiving end of a heavy wooden package from Jeff, and though it took a while for him to figure out how to get it in my shelves, he was <laughs> finally able to stuff it somewhere in the back. There was a lot of shit in the way, so it took a while to figure it out. But now that it's in there, it feels really good. Thank you, Jeff, for even though I'm now fuller than I'd like to be, I would never turn down an opportunity for you to give it to me. You're welcome. Natalie, that was a long story for I gave him. He gave oh, me the game. Okay, okay yep, it's fine. In Nucleum, players are doing <laughs> something or other to score the <laughs> most the points. Clip. And be the person yeah. who did that. 
The game is getting a lot of buzz and being compared to a couple of other games, one of which is currently atop the BGG rankings called Burr Ass Birmingham. Burr Ass. Burr. The board, while much more colorful than the burr-ass palette of blacks and off-blacks, looks very similar. There are areas of land with icons on it to place buildings separated by railroad sections. The moment I opened it and placed the board on the table, I ugged with the light as while I did really like burr-ass, the theme almost completely stopped it from being played. Yeah. Because we don't care about theme around here too much, but I think all of us agree that that theme is Dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. So if you're going to do that theme, yeah. you got to do something with you it. You got to do something and with this... it. Nucleum has brightened up the color palette at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's after true. learning it the game, nice. it does. It does. The similarities to brass are definitely prevalent. However, there are some key ways that set it apart that I actually prefer to brass. Whoa. There are other similarities to one of his heavier games called Barrage. Have you played Barrage, Jeff? No. Which I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, basically, the game exists in some alternate history time period where nuclear energy has been discovered way earlier than we discovered it in our time period. And the game is about harnessing this nuclear power and using it to power buildings and basically build up Europe in the industrial age. And who cares? <laughs> You're using uranium <laughs> and coal to power buildings. You build to get your points and stuff. And you need the rail lines to draw a connection of power plants to your buildings and that's it okay the heart of the game revolves around these action tiles in brass it's the action cards but in nucleum they're tiles the cool thing here is your tiles are multi-purpose each player starts with five of them they have the game's main actions on them and they're either used to simply take actions by placing them uh, to the left atop your player board or you can spend them and place them out onto the board as a railroad token they are action tiles and also your means to get across the map by using them as railways. So using them as railway tiles is key to spreading your network across the map so you can do more things. But once you place that tile on the board as a railroad, it's now gone from your pool, meaning you can never take it as an action tile again, depleting your available pool of actions. You can still take the actions on the tile itself one time as you're placing it as a railroad if the ends of the tile match the color of the tiles adjacent to it or the city adjacent to it. And that's the meat of the game right there. When and how how do you use these precious action tiles? And it's a succulent meat I really enjoy. A prime cut wagyu ribeye. It takes a while to prepare, <laughs> but tastes really good while you're masticating it. That means chewing. So chewing. the actions you can wonder. take that exist <laughs> on these tiles are to, Sounds worse. are to build buildings, construct turbines and mines, take more action tiles from the supply, gain a contract that once fulfilled gives you more stuff, or energize the buildings you have previously built. And it's this action that's the most complicated and gave me the brass barrage feelings you take the energize action to energize a building you've built okay you have to like give it power you have to have that building in your network then you have to be able to trace a line from a power plant to that building but it doesn't necessarily have to be in your network that you trace through you just need to have someone's railroad built that connects right. to the power plant right then you either have to have uranium cubes connected to the power plant if the plant has a nucleum reactor in it meaning it's able to then take that uranium or it must be connected to a coal mine then you spend money to either buy coal or uranium cubes to energize the building. If you decide to use your uranium cubes, that's good because they're more efficient than the expensive dirty coal, sticky old coal. But to <laughs> even use the uranium cubes, it's not enough to just have them on hand and have them connected to the power plant. There also has to be these turbines there to use more than one cube as you can only use as many uranium cubes as there are turbines plus one. And if you use someone else's turbine, you have to pay them a dollar first, and then you compare the amounts of energy you get to the tile you're energizing, and then you flip the tile over and gain the rewards. Question. Yeah. Can I, can I stop you? Yeah, stop me. Is And you might get to this. Is that as complicated as it sounds? No. Okay. It That's good. It is the most complicated thing in the game. 
rules wise. Yeah. But that is not what makes the game well, heavy. It's a little okay. bit fiddly. But how do okay. you like my thing was like, how do you remember that? Like there's like a, a sheet that tells you like different things like you can do this and this on your turn and these are what these symbols mean but then like that part which is the most complicated action how do you know like okay i did this 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 one through ten steps now i can do it all boils down to your network and what matters for your network and what doesn't your network being cities connected by railroads of your piece so if i have a railroad connecting two cities my network is those two cities Okay, that's my network. If I want to energize a building, the building I'm energizing has to be in my network, but I have to trace to a um, to a power plant. The power plant doesn't have to be in my network. I just have to get to it. So somebody else has to be have connected it to my network. And then you have to be like that's what that's really what you need to know. Yeah, and then you also have to make sure you're connected to the resource that you're going to use to power the power plant. It is complicated. Yeah, so that's your brain understanding the map, but once you get the how how you're using the network versus how you're not using the network, it does become it clicks. That's not what I struggled with brain melty wise with this game. I don't think that's where the weight comes in. However, I do think that that is a little bit too complicated. I wish it wasn't that complicated. I wish you didn't have to worry about either one. Yeah, I wish I wish I wish it was you could use anybody's network. That would be fine. See you, Natalie. Fuck off. It reminds me (laughs) that action that action reminds me. (laughs) She's like, I'm not listening anymore. I'm out of here. It reminds me a bit of Kutnohora, how most all the actions in the game are simple and super easy. And nothing to it. And then there's that one action that for some reason is almost needlessly drawn out and complex. And the same thing's true here for Nucleum. I found this process similar in Brass. It confused me more in Brass. And I always felt like I was doing something wrong and that the process took a while to make sure I wasn't doing anything wrong. And that did kind of happen here a little bit, but it wasn't quite as bad. You also have income tracks as one of the things you can do on your turn is similar to hibernating and revive. It's kind of like this cleanup action you can take once you run out of stuff to do. I love that, by the way, in games. I love games where it's just you go, I go, you go, I go until it's over. There's no rounds to keep track of or nothing like that. You do as much as you can do until you decide to rest. Yeah. And that this game handles that uh, in a phase that they call recharge. Okay. Atop your player board are three income tracks, money, workers, and victory points. Throughout the game, you're going to take actions with those tiles I was talking about. They're going to move those tracks. Once you recharge, you'll take income based on how far along the tracks these markers are. However, this is also slightly more complicated than that, as you can only take income that you've uncovered equal to where your action tiles have been placed on your player board. So when you take actions, you are placing the tiles above your player board in a line from left to right, and these tiles coincide and are like the top of a column for your income tracks. If you decide to recharge and your income tracks are super advanced on the board, but you only have two or three action icon tiles up there, you only take income underneath where those tiles are. So to get more income, you need to make sure that you don't recharge until you've managed to play more tiles above your board. So placing tiles on the game board means you aren't placing them on your player board, potentially taking away income from you when you recharge. When you energize buildings, you gain these sort of temporary victory points equal to the energy value of the building, and you spend these energy points in the recharge phase. There's a track that you climb, depending on how many of these temporary victory points you have, and going on this track is one of the endgame triggers and earns you lots of potential endgame points. So it's very important to try and get as many temporary victory points as you can before you trigger that recharge phase. It kind of, again, it kind of reminds me of Revive, how you don't want to just, you really don't want to take the hibernate action until you've used all your cards in such a way that yeah. when you do that, you're going to get them back 
is a good you know timing I mean? to take. Yes, there's a timing, and it's the same way in the re- with the recharge phase in um, Nucleum. There's so much more to this game that I haven't talked about. Like every player's asymmetric technology board that just helps you do stuff easier over the course of the game, similar to fulfilling contracts, which also just gives you points and helps unlock those technologies. And the game just has so much to offer. So things I liked about Nucleum. This game <clears throat> reminded me of a bunch of other games. But in Simona Luciani fashion, it's damn well designed. It's got a lot of moving pieces, and it's heavy. I didn't think it was going to be super heavy after learning it. But playing it, oh boy, this game is the poster child for what the hell do I do? It was 4.08, yeah. The rules are not difficult, though, to learn. But playing well is extremely difficult. It's I, I feel like I would teach it to you guys, and you'd be like... Okay, and what, what do I do first? Now what do I do? Yeah, how do I... You do... Everybody starts... You plan without, out what you want to do. Every, <laughs> we know that. That's what you do. That's what every, the first thing you do. You plan, plan out what, what you, you want to do. What do you want to do? Decide what you're going to do, and then you do it. And do then it. you do it. That's you how you play. To whom you want to do That's it. That's the game plan. Every player has a starting contract that kind of gives you like a nudge. Okay. Like you want to put buildings on yeah on orange cities. So cool. you, that kind of gives you like, okay, well, I'm going to try to figure out how to get to an orange city. But then you're like, okay, I'm going to spend one of my five action tokens, my precious action tokens on the map to connect this to the orange city. But it's like, wait, but then I just lose that. I lose that action token. It's gone. It's a railroad now. Now I don't have that action. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I get that action back? Now okay. I got to play this other action that gives me more. Okay. So the main thing <laughs> to like here is that the main mechanism of the game, which is great, those action tiles. Like I was just saying, which one do you play where? I really want to build a building on an orange city as it's next to the power plant that will allow me to energize it quickly, but the power plant is attached by only one railway space, so to utilize it, I need to place a tile there. I want to place a tile there that matches the colors of the cities as I can then capitalize on the actions of that tile, but the only tile I have that has those two colors are actions I either don't want to take or can't take yet, and then I lose that tile forever, but I need to connect these cities so I can build a building and be connected to that power plant, so what do I do? How do I do it? And that decision point, while extremely challenging, Jeff, I think is your going to be your favorite part of the entire game. That that decision is Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Like is that. that like a medium Jeff or a little Jeff? That is or? the biggest, hmm. oh, baddest Jeff Ooh, that ever. Jeff. Jeff. All right, the big Jeff. It seems like as I was playing the game, I do this typically where I'm like, I wonder what Jeff will like. This game. As I was playing this, I was like, this is Jeff is going to love that decision. It reminded me of the decision in Witchstone, where you have those tiles you're placing mm-hmm. on your board and you're trying to position them to get the most use out of them. Yeah. And you're gonna I think you're gonna get a lot of similar feelings in in Nucleum by, by just placing those tiles, right? Getting new action tiles are very simple. It's just one of the main actions you can take. But you need to make sure that whatever tile you play on the board, you have a way to take that action later on. So you need to look to see how you want to replace the tiles you put on the board. You also need lots of tiles to place atop your player board to get the income. But it always feels like, damn, I'm playing the tile up there. I could be extending my network. And I really enjoyed that decision point. That was fun. Other than the energizing action, um, other than energizing, I should say, the actions are super easy and intuitive to understand. So the game does not, it does have a pretty decent flow to it, I would say. If you know what you want to do by the time it's your turn, doing it is simple and easy, and I like that. I actually really enjoy the way the game looks, too. It's very colorful, makes the game very fun. It also has a dual-layer player Board. And like, I love yes. slotting things into notches on player boards, like in Revive or La Granja. And this one has spaces for you to slot if things you should, as well. Yeah, if you if you could get a dual air player, I board, would do it. I think you, you should. should. I you would. Should. I think you should do. Even, it. Even, Devin knows you should. You should. You should right. You should. 
<laughs> I, I really liked that about it. So, so things I didn't like. There are a few things I didn't love about Nucleum. Number one, the setup. Again, like Revive, the setup to this thing is nightmarishly long. Also like Revive, it is the most ridiculous of table hogs. I have a very wide Girth just heavy set table <laughs> by normal table standards. And my table is not even close to big enough to accommodate this game. Our player boards were dangling off the table. Slotting things in a player board is cool and fun, but it's terrible for space. Mm -hmm. yeah. The board is enormous. And then there's a sideboard and the player boards are huge. And there's just so much to it all that it's a deterrent to get it out again because of that. The technology board you have is basically a little punch board. And you punch out tiles and then slot them back in when you gain the technology. And it's really flimsy. And the tiles don't really fit back in there very well. And you feel like you're going to break the damn thing while doing it. I did not like that. I think the biggest deterrent for this game for me, though, is the length of it. Not the girth. I played two solo games of this. And so it's just me making decisions. And it took me about two hours or so to do each play. With four players, this game is going to be a nightmare if you are at all prone to AP or play with a player that is at all prone to AP. I would not consider myself a slow player by any means. You didn't I'm not, have to wait for yourself. I didn't have to wait for myself, at least. No, I did have to wait for myself. I'm like, fuck, it's my turn again? God damn it. <laughs> I certainly am known to take my time here and there, but mostly I play reasonably quickly. This game locked up my brain several times where I felt like I was simply taking four Forever. It happened multiple times where if I was playing with three other people and any of them were slower than me, I think I'd want to fucking hang myself. So the convoluted way. Don't do that. All right. I'll try not to. I'll stay alive. So the convoluted like way that the energized action is carried out is a bummer. The potential AP is a bummer. And the multi-square miles of table space you need to play this game is a bummer. But overall, I really enjoyed this game. Oh, wow. I played it twice and really enjoyed the puzzle each time. Is that Ludo? It has flaws. <laughs> French fried potatoes. It has flaws, mm -hmm, but I think mm -hmm. it stands head and shoulders with Simone Luciani's other games. I don't know where I'd rank it at this point. I've only played That's it hard. twice now. It's hard to rank those. Um, but I'm excited for you to play it, Jeff, because I do think that decision point, which is the main decision point of the game, it's the main mechanism mm -hmm. of the game, you're going to fucking, you're going to you're gonna eat it out. I yes. we, I'm going to eat this game right out. <laughs> What'd you think of this game? Well, I think what we what we should do is you play it with Natalie because Natalie needs to play it. I already know and how to then, play it now. There you go. I learned. And it. then Devin and I will play it. So then we'll kind of do a follow up review with a. a we'll have a meeting sure of the minds like this on this one. You yeah, played, I'm not sure you will. Played either. heavier. Okay. I'm not sure you'll like it I either. I feel like Devin. it's one of those games that you just just. Do, just do stuff. Yeah, just sit and that's down. What I do. Don't, think, yeah. don't think about it too much. Just be like, oh, I'll just do this. Yeah, and I pray much. It will, I feel like that's how you got it. Locked my brain started. up a lot because a lot of the time in the game, you're going to have potentially ten to fifteen action tokens because you can take actions to get them. Mm -hmm. So you are going to have a surplus of them, and then you're sitting there and you're looking at them and you're like, what? Which one do I do? So I could see you just being like, I don't know, let's fucking do this one. Yeah. Right. Boom. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, All right, that's, probably, yeah, that's probably yeah, what like I guess I'll just do that. Fine. So that was Nucleum by Borden Dice and Simone Luciani and David Terzi. I want to read you one comment on um, Board Game Geek. About so, Nucleum? Yeah. Okay. So th this this game is also 8.3 and is rated 463 right now. So at wow. some point when that thing loses its oh. like middle ratings of five, it's going to jump pretty high. It's going to go in the top 100 probably. So... This person well, said, "Yeah, people like brass." And this <laughs> right. Like One person just said, 4.08 out of five," and rated an eight. Um, so they just put the weight <laughs> in their comment. 
It's like you don't need to put the weight in your comment. You what if the weight just, just changes? Just I can click on the game. Yeah. Right, anyway. yeah, what if it changes? What if the weight slightly changes? Because you can vote and it moves and then you have to change your comment. And this other person put, only reading the rules, I gave it an eight. Tomorrow I'll play it and come back. You can't Did rate he? it. Even yeah. You didn't play it. You played just it, it for the first time. I didn't understand it, but it was an amazing experience. What? And then another space. After a third play, I give it a little more. 8.7. It's really good. <laughs> 8.7? So from reading the rules to playing the game, it only went up 0. 0.7. So was it a rating of an 8 or a 9 then? Because there's no 8.7. No, okay. I will well, say, I will say this. Does After it? reading the yeah. rules. Oh, you can do that. Have you, you've read. The, I, feel, I feel like we've all done this, though. Well, I just, you just say me and Jeff because the girls don't read the rule books, right? No. <laughs> nope. But I should say, you guys never done that? You guys I never read the rule books? I should say, will. I have read a rule book and been like, oh, this is this, this seems fun. Yes. I, I don't know that I've I would go as far as to rate it on board game. And also put a comment that you rated it based on just reading the rule book. When I was learning the rules, I learned it from the Branislav Beretz, the oh, yeah. uh, who's like one that. of my Games favorite, yeah, one of my favorite um, YouTubers He's that explains the, the rules. I love that guy. Um, I, I learned the game from watching that video, and I was like, ooh. Ooh, because at first when I look, looked at the board and I was like, oh, this is just brass. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, I'm not excited about it now. It's in the negative. And yeah. then I watched the video and I kind of came back yeah, around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I explained He's it, and best. I went back down because Natalie didn't want to play it, and then I played it by myself, and I went back up. Okay, <laughs> and then I played it again. Yeah. I was up till like two a.m. last night because I was like, I'm just gonna play it one more time. Can you believe that? Oh, believe that? Fuck. Damn. What else you got, Jeff? What were you doing, Natalie, at two a.m. Sleeping. Sleeping. Um, I don't see. Devin that and I late. played a game recently. <laughs> we also played some games. We've played a few this year already. Yeah. Okay. Just oh, because right. it's New Year. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's still January, January right? So give us yeah. a break here. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it has been. A while. We haven't really... Yeah. School starts well, and sometimes... It's when is the simpler. last time you guys played a game together, would you say? Well, other than like three Thursday. days ago, we yeah. played this one? Like the last like the last time. Before that? Yeah. Oh, he like, said they've already uh, played a few this well, year. Well, about an hour okay. and a half ago. Okay. I mean like... <laughs> oh, before... The time like before you played the months. game you're about to talk about. Oh, oh. So other than these three that we played yeah. kind of back to back to back, it was probably... A month and a half or two. Okay, that's not as actually as bad as I no. as, as long as I yeah, but still, it's we try to like. I would like to play once every other week. Yeah, the kids just go to bed later now. Right, yeah, just push. Yeah, it that back. and there's more of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's two. There's double the kids, and so but it's double the play, energy suck. We did play the Vienna Connection, which I talked about on the last show. Yeah, did you like that in the detective world? Yeah, I thought that was really fun. Yes. <laughs> Where do you rank it in Detective? The nineteen 19- no. Remember, we, we played Detective. We've played Batman, L.A. Crime, L.A. Crime, eighties, and Batman. Played one of those, and then and the Vienna. Vienna Connection. Where do you Where do you put Vienna Connection in those, Devin? I think I like the eighties one the best. That's what I said. Mm. Really? Um, we haven't played that one. I don't know yet because we're not through it all. I think we've only played the first. Yeah, one. it was the eighties yep. one was so cool because like you got this. The the script, you remember like reading kind of like the opening script to mm-hmm. the detective? Yep. Yeah. Instead of it being like a rule book, it was on like printer paper that like folded and then you could tear off the edges, you know, that had yeah. the holes in it. It oh, was like that's cool. on oh, that. That's it was cool. like typeface. Yeah. It was just a cool. Did you rip the things off? I would have. No, no I would no, have. No, 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 no. I think I would have. Loved, loved, I, loved <laughs> yeah, I folded it back up. Again. <laughs> I put it back in. But and you then, could have had you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And then we played. Like a game coming with bubble wrap and not popping it. Yeah. Sometimes I keep bubble wrap for future Poppings? Oh. <laughs> or popping. Yeah, true. For future, For future poppings. I'm going to save this popping. It's like a stress reliever. Yeah. I'm going to keep this I'm one. I'm in a pretty good mood right now. Let's wait until I'm a little. Yeah. Let's wait until yeah. yeah. I don't get sex pop, tonight. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'm fine. Everything's fine. She knows when Jeff's upset when you, she hears the popping. She hears bubble wrapping in the background. Oh, Have you ever heard that <laughs> thing that like people who pick at their um their label on their drink? 
is like mm-hmm. sexually like sexually de- frustrated or no. something. I thought it was like I thought chewing ice was one as well. There's another one, yes. Oh, me, I me. hate when Jeff chews ice. Oh, that means <laughs> the, well, just fuck him. He won't. He'll stop That's it. The best. Just I fuck will. him, Devin. For sure. You're nice to Fuck Jeff and his ice chewing will immediately end. Yeah. Does someone need a blowjob? I have stopped. It's either that or was the divorce. That was the only thing Devin told me to do. The crunching thing. Oh, it gives me goosebumps. Hand stuff will even take care of it. Yeah. Even just a little bit of hand stuff. Hand and mouth stuff. Blow on it from a distance. Yeah. Oh, okay. With the ice out, that's a blowjob, right? It's yeah. a blowjob. That's a blowjob. That's, blow that's a Madigan blowjob. Yeah. Well, okay, that was good. Thank you for that. Some spittle rained on it. Spittle. Spittle down. I don't need this ice I anymore. Felt it. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh, we played Woodcraft. Did you like Woodcraft? I did like Woodcraft. I did like the theme was cool. Like yeah. you get this crafting wood, wood and you make something. Oh yeah, and that's it right. Looks I remember you talking like about. fun. You like splice it up. Yeah, it yeah. looked good. The theme like, the like makes sense. Yeah, with it makes it, sense. Yeah, with the gameplay. So I think the that sushi. helped understand what to do. Yeah, the sushi crushed it on that one. Okay, Vladimir yeah. sushi. Then a few days ago, Devin and I played the game Sabika. Okay, S A B I K A Sabika Sabika. And so Devin and I played this game and. I we had did not share our feelings about this game. So the first time that we are going to share our feelings about this game are Ooh. right now. Is this the game that's there's a two player version of it as well? No, that's Sobek. Sobek. Okay, yeah, because there Sobeck. is another. There's Which like a standalone. Sobek. You don't remember game. it, but we liked it. Gold coins. Gold coins. Oh, Devin. Boom! I'm done. Gold coins. That's my contribution. She like rips the mic off yeah. the thing and drops it yeah. on the ground. Man, that's expensive. <laughs> So it first caught Pick my attention up. because, again, Sabika, because uh, German Million is the uh, designer who designed Bitoku and Bamboo. Oh, shit. You like those games. Which were both big hits for me. Devin also liked Bamboo a lot. I think you liked Bitoku yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, I like those. And so I bought it, sat in shrink for a while, and then I opened it, learned it with the help of Games in a Nutshell because- Branislav Bretz. What? He's almost- oh, Russian. Yeah. Right? I think, yeah, um, Eastern, some, some Eastern European. Yeah, Eastern. Okay. I don't think it's Russia, but yeah, some um, Eastern European thing. He, it, it's almost my, he's my go-to now. I, it used yes. to be uh, Rodney. He's so, he's great. He gives you exactly the information you yep. want and nothing else, and it's perfect. Yeah, and there's not like a bunch of frills. Like Rodney, I'll still watch Rodney videos, but if if they're both there, I'll probably pick games in a nutshell. Same. It's, he's awesome. great. So then I made Devin play it, and I actually taught it to her a night before, and then we played it the following day. So that was kind of our plan. Like, let me teach mm-hmm. it now. Save some time, and we'll play it the next night. Anyway, players are nobles who contributed construction to the Alhambra in Spain. Ooh, Alhambra. Alhambra, which is another game called God, Alhambra. They can't, they can't just do something different. Yeah, they just are like, like, oh, well, there's a game called Alhambra. Let's make another one about that. Yeah, let's just build that again, <laughs> I guess. So the main board, just like in Nucleum, is humongous. Oh, no. It is probably three feet wide. Whoa. It's a triple folder. Cool. Oh, a like your penis. Folder. <laughs> yep, you got to fold it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> How do you make your dick eight inches? I fold it three times. Fold it three times. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. It's huge. It almost unfolding it. Just like Ryan thinks of me when he plays board games. Yep. I was unfolding this. I was like, Ryan would hate doing this. <laughs> it would freak him the fuck out. Was it like ten it was, different ways to unfold yes, it? Yes, it was like three lines. It was like nine squares. Oh, yeah. You had to almost fold back oh, up. Oh yeah, that that's would funny that you say that because. Ryan does that. If I like attempt, I don't even like. If I, I attempt to fold don't up a board, let him do it. I'll, I won't even barely be picking it up yet. And he's like, here's why. He's like, oh, <clears throat> because I have firsthand knowledge of doing that to Bill's one of Bill's games. Ooh, I was like, it's I'm a long way. I was like, I'm going to help you and, and yeah. get the board and get the board folded. And I start to fold it. And you just hear you just see Bill go. Ah! And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm bending it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Some of the boards are so complicated. They're just a little complicated <laughs> I for me. I folded for you and and you were not watching me and I did it right. I heard it ripping. 
No, you didn't. It was five. It's in two pieces now. Two uh, pieces. There's a two piece board. You have to slide together. It's yeah. a puzzle now. <laughs> so it's gigantic. Um, in the middle of this gigantic board is a three layered rondelle. There's oh, like oh. an outer path, a middle path, and an inner path. An which is cool. Like, okay. is it like raised or is nope. it flat? No, it's okay. flat and just shows the difference. Yeah, it's not dual layered or anything yeah, kind of yeah. cool. Like Tawantan Suyu, kind of? Doesn't that have that's circles? Like a, that's like a pyramid. Yeah. Right? That's the pyramid. Yeah, true. Down. Oh. Almost like. It's just like three rings. Like Tila Tomb. Tila Or um, what's yes, that the one? Tila Tomb has the two, I think, where you're doing both actions on a. What about Terracotta Army? That has something. Doesn't that yeah, have I think a circle that does thing. All these circles. A lot of fucking circles. Yeah. It's a rondo. There's three layers. Um, There's also this like path on the bottom for your boats to kind of move around. And there's a bunch of space throughout the board to like hold different shit. Right. Okay. So if they made the board smaller, you just have to use table space to hold the cards and tiles and all that kind of crap. But they just put everything on the board. Um, Everyone has your own player board, which is a little underwhelming. Uh, There is storage spaces for goods and there's spots to hold cards and workers. Normal kind of boringish player board. On your turn, you take a worker. And you place it onto the rondelle. And if they're already on the rondelle, you move them. Okay? Okay. That's what you do. And there are two big workers can only go on the outer path. The medium worker can go in the middle. And the little guy, thank God for the little thank guy, the little guy, can go on the inner ring. So then now once they're out there, they just kind of move around like, okay. the rondelle. Okay, yes. You can take an action to bring them back. It's kind of like a passing action almost. Do that. But you don't really want to do that, I don't think. So the actions include... Um, Gaining and exchanging resources, just like a normal resource management. Constructing tiles and cards, and you get bonus actions and color connections when you build these cards. So the cards have, like, a color on one side and a color on the other side. And if you, like, match the colors, you get, like, a cool bonus action. The tiles have extra things that you can do. Uh, You can deliver goods via the ship, and you kind of move this boat around, and you drop off the goods that you've been collecting. And you get small bonuses and income for that. You can carve poems into the walls of the Alhambra. Alhambra. Mm. That is just getting cards. <laughs> um, and that gives you in-game powers. It gives you immediate actions, which are awesome. And the round ends when all your workers, like, activate. So that's like you take your five actions, and they all lay down. The round progresses. Cleanup phase, you undo things, and then you get your five workers stand back up, and they go around again. They go around five times. Game ends after five rounds. Wow. Okay. So unique. <laughs> okay. I am going to have Devin begin. Yeah, here we go. Oh, eviscerate the shit out so of this So let's game. hear what you thought what if she loved of it? We'll see. We'll find Sabika. out. <laughs> she doesn't. She fucking hates it. Let's <laughs> you hear can't it. tell. What? Okay. Well, I liked the board. How oh, was. here oh, we go. I like it's the pieces. Pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The programs were easy to read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so Jeff taught it to me, I don't know, Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday. And he's like, so what do you think you're gonna are you gonna like it? Yeah, how did you <laughs> After have the an rules. opinion? After the rules. Go right in that yeah. <laughs> And I didn't want to tell him how I really felt. Because you were like, this sounds fucking horrible. You were like, Ugh. <laughs> what is this dweeby little game? Stupid what is this dweeby, dweeby game? game all about? Um, and then we played it. I'm not into it. Ah, okay. Even though I won. Do you I don't you, win, of course. Devin, do you think you can elucidate why you didn't like I it? I think it was boring. Yeah. Like it it's just I'd rather play something else. You just didn't enjoy like the stuff that you had to do yeah, during like the game. We're gonna sit down and play a game. Like I want to enjoy it a little more than this game. You want to have fun? I want to have fun when I play a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeff, didn't you consider I that mean, when you bought this? Yeah, hello. <laughs> and it was. I think also it was harder than what I thought it was gonna be. Okay, like I had to think a little more. Like Maybe difficult to do, or to or or like the decisions the to make. I think the decisions to make and like 
Maybe there are some parts that I just didn't under. I think I had to keep asking questions. Like yeah. I just too much brain power. Yeah. Yeah. You did ask questions. What, yes. How heavy is this one? It's heavier. It's it like is. just short of a four. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's a big one. Yeah, maybe like in the three eights. Let me, I'll look it up right eight. now. It's a big meaty boy. And I mean, I'm tired three, eight, too, six. so I don't know. Okay, I was going to ask that next. Do, are you able to <clears throat> to suss out if it, part of that was your mood that night? Probably, yeah. Or if it was, I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? Because yeah. whatever, you're just like, I don't want to play that one again. Mm-hmm. I don't enough. know how Jeff felt about it. I yeah, Devin doesn't well, find out. A lot of times, though, oh, like, really? even you if you're her? tired oh. and you play a game and that you end up liking it, it'll kind of turn your mood around. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just like, ooh, I'm into this. But like yeah, that one sounds really like you're was. just kind of like, I'm tired. There's this heavy game mm-hmm. and it's a slog. Mm-hmm. This and is, like the cards, like the poem cards or whatever, hard to read. Yeah, the text. Oh. It was like a weird, it was more of a stylish <laughs> font. Almost, it wasn't cursive, but it was something in yeah, the realm yeah. to try to fit the theme I mean, that's more than. kind of dumb, but it's just hard to read. Well, yeah, I couldn't see it from the other side of the board. Yeah. I had to like get up and move. Yeah. It's almost the exact same weight as Woodcraft. Oh, yeah. Really? See, like 3.84 <laughs> versus 3.86. So that one was different because like Woodcraft, okay, I need, I need a saw and a wood to make something, you know, like yeah. it makes so more sense it, to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I know exactly how you like feel about that. Better. So yeah. like Nucleum was really kind of difficult to kind of just grok it. Mm-hmm. Where like Arc Nova, which is also a pretty heavy game, I can, I can, yeah. yeah. I never need to know there's what to do. It's always even like, like Castle Burgundy, like there's something to that like <laughs> flow where like everything just flows and it makes sense. And, and even if it's hard to know like, ooh, should I do this or should I do this? It's not like, it's not like hard to just be like, what do I do? You're just like, which one should I pick? And mm-hmm. that's right. more fun than like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Like, like what's my goal here? And then what, how do I make that happen? Like yeah. that stuff sometimes. Is and here's what I know about Devin playing games is when we play something like Arc Nova, there's the five actions in front of you. Mm-hmm. Those actions are going to get you something no matter what order you no matter do what them. One in, you right? pick, yeah. There's a most efficient way to do everything in every game. But if she builds an animal, builds an animal. Yep. Um <laughs> she <laughs> gets an animal in her zoo and does something. Yep. If she buys a sponsor card, she gets a sponsor card and puts it in it, right? Yeah. Versus something where you have to go in order to do this thing, which is build a tile or build a card, I need to do three things before that. That's that Devin doesn't like those three things before that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't like yeah. to think that far. <clears throat> I don't want to be. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't want to like, make you not want to play nuclear. <laughs> but that's kind of how <laughs> oh, I she's felt. playing nuclear. <laughs> Ryan taught I me said, the I rules. I'm gonna like it. And I, I like was tired, but Ryan <laughs> taught me the rules, and then he was like, "You're first. and I sat there, and I was just like, <laughs> "I don't. I'm going to bed." She was I don't like, "I don't know. care. I'm gonna take I don't this care. action token and go to bed." He was like, "You do not want to play." I was like, "No, I'll just play it solo." But like, it's because of that because it was like that one thing in nuclear where. I was like, I don't want to have to like be like, okay. So I, the goal is to like do build these buildings and then like generate this power plant thing. But then I have to be like, okay, well, do I have a building there? How do I get a building there? Do I have a a network there? How do I get a network there? Do I have have enough coal to even activate it? You know, how do I get the coal? You know, and I'm just like, I'm tired, too tired for Mm -hmm. this. (laughs) You know? Yeah. When the when the payoff turns are too far away, sometimes that can be a deterrent. Yeah, but yeah, like maybe. you said, Arc Nova, maybe. it's like, it's so simple. It it's like, I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to do this. And it'll eventually like, like, I don't know. It makes sense. Or like Arc Nova even, it's like, build a zoo, put an animal in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just that simple. Well, Jeff, what okay. did you think about it? Here we go. Read the rules. 
watch the man. Names in a nutshell. And I was, I was like, left Brett's. And I, if I would have rated it, I'd have been like 8.0. It's got a triple rondel. Boom. How much more could you? Like, I love. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's better than a rondel? A double rondel. What's better than a double rondel? A triple rondel. Triple layered boards. <laughs> All the way no. across the sky. <laughs> and and then I'm like, okay. And then you get these like in-game powers. You buy these poem cards. Things are going to start like, like ramping up. How cool. So I was excited to play it. Taught it. Okay. <sighs> oh boy! Um, yes. Oh no! Tear it up. Same as I, you. Didn't, I didn't really. I didn't. You're like. I didn't. It didn't click. Is it because of my attitude? Um, I don't think <laughs> so. That's a good okay. question. So that I had a question. Uh, yeah, you never I, know. Like posted at least a story on Instagram. Had a lot of people like message me. Was like, how was it? And I was like, I don't really know. I think I need to sleep on it <laughs> before I could fully have it. So for some reason, this game has something missing that I'm just not gonna play it again because of it. And I don't know what that thing is. But here's how I felt. Okay. I felt really restricted in a lot of the actions due to the wheel and what I could do and what they were forcing me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I didn't want to write a poem this time, I kind of have to because that's what my middle guy does is he activates the poem. But I, yep. I need him to get resources. Everything was overly tight yeah. that it almost felt like the game was restricting me too much in being creative or having good turns and good plays because the outer person really just get resources and build the middle person can move the boat around the middle the inner person can um just kind of write poems that's sort of the actions in each of the wheels okay but like what if i have four goods and i want to ship twice i have to find a different way to do that and if they're just not available i'm just kind of like this is you're like but that's kind of hard that's the thing to do everything yeah. was tight getting money was overly tight i didn't even have resources to do anything for a lot of the games and it just felt like getting those things were a little fiddly getting the there was like raw materials that would turn into like you'd get the cloth to turn it into a cloak or something right <laughs> um, yeah getting those were were tough mm-hmm. and it just felt like it was tight and i usually really enjoyed tight games yeah but for some reason it just didn't it didn't happen. And I don't know, again, like Natalie kind of said, there was no, there was no flow. My actions felt disconnected. Yeah. Of Yeah, it didn't amp up ever. Yeah, I'm getting a resource okay. to then just build something and then that, it, there was no like climax, if that makes <laughs> sense. I didn't feel. Yeah, right, I'm so that. happy I you used that word. Just <laughs> as Ryan gets that. Yeah. He had no fucking clue what you were talking climax. about before. When you use climax, I get it. Now he's back. I get it. Like, I don't know if I wanted I was anticipating building sort of a bear. A bear. I was sort of anticipating <laughs> building a uh, building a bear. Yeah, and, and, and a bear. I didn't get to the bear. It's like I got the bear and I put half the stuffing right. in. Right, and now it's not a bear. And then it's not. And then it's just like a flat bear. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. No heart. You, know? <laughs> um, you did good there. Thank nice you. Nice job. Took that in a good spot. And it's still just like I. And I think Dan asked me, is like, is it worth maybe another player? Maybe Swoos will ask me. And I'm like, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not worth it. No. Uh, I wanted There's so many games. Like what right? I so wanted, play what you like. No. What I wanted was in the first few turns or rounds was like, I want to build those poems so I can have like when I do this action, I trigger my my cool poems and my mm-hmm. powers. Mm-hmm. But I only ended up with like one of each. And maybe that was due to inefficiency or I sucked at the game and I get it. But it just didn't the whole thing just didn't flow. With me and like I had, Devin probably had three or four really great turns, and I probably had like two, where like you were kind of clicking. And in that moment, I was like, okay, this is what the rest of the game's gonna feel like. Let's fucking do it, right? And then, then it just no didn't climax, never like happen. And then there was no climax. And how long did it take? 
It wasn't. It wasn't well, too long. Well, we watched all of Baby Mama. Yes, yeah, so that was an hour and thirty-six <laughs> and minutes. I was really into it. So it was about one Baby Mama. Yeah, one Baby about Mama. About a Baby Mama. Well, baby Mama plus twenty minutes. Okay. So we were. I think oh, Baby Mama plus the credits. Baby yeah. Mama was way better plus than intro the intro. <laughs> <laughs> about a Baby Recommend Mama. Recommend that movie on Netflix. Yeah, Baby Mama plus twenty. I think was kind of the. Amy Poehler. Yes. Yes, it's great. So I don't. I'm. That's funny. It's probably gone. It'll probably be in a mystery box at some point. But people do love the game. It's not people a bad love game. it. Yeah, it's. I can see it's, some it's people like they like the tight games that are like, let me like figure this oh, out. So do I. That's just yeah. It surprised yeah, I me that I didn't. That you didn't like it. I know. To be honest, and I don't know. And if did I just not figure the timing out in this one, where then someone can message me and be like, that you didn't figure the timing. Look, out. Look, bro, the timing. Because in Woodcraft, the first three or four rounds, and I said this on the last show, Devin, the first three or four rounds, I was like. I don't have anything. How are we supposed to get anything? And then about yeah. halfway through, it was both hard. Devin and I were like, this is how you play the game. Yep. We sort of picked it up from there. Well, even after mm-hmm. we Patoku played, we were like, okay, us. next time I'm going to do this. Yeah. It's like, we can't run out of dice. We can't do this. And yeah. then after this one, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. And I, I almost, like Ryan playing Zulkin for the first time being like, this was the, what am I supposed yeah, to do? I hate this. You then buckle down and try to play it a few right. more times. But at some point you were just like, no, no, I'm yeah. just not going to yeah. play anymore. It just didn't click or timing. Cause I can sit here and talk to you about like, this is how you got to do the timing of this yep. game. And I think I just missed yep. it. It just wasn't, I don't know. It didn't feel good. Sure. Nope. I know. And this is like the first heavy Euro game in a while. That's been that's missed, missed for, for me. You. I know. Usually like everything. Cause I, I was going to, I thought I'd be like the Debbie Downer here. I know. And I did try there. Yeah, it's just like, like how do I mostly. not like all this stuff? Yeah. How do I not like, like I'm telling you, I'm like, Ryan, this game has three rondels. Sounds you're great. moving your workers around. <laughs> Sounds awesome. You're building these things. You're getting these cool connection bonuses. I want to do build, that. So you get extra turns when you build this stuff. You get these <laughs> poems that give you powers during the game. So when you build this, you get two extra somethings. Fuck yeah. Give me the something. Something, something. something. And, and then it just kind of fell. So maybe it was like, maybe it also fell farther, right? So it was like up higher. I was like, okay, 8.0 after the rules. Also, then- <laughs> sometimes if you have like one negative thought about a game and then the person you're playing with has negative thoughts too, you kind of like both dig in. You're like, yeah. this sucks yeah. about this game. Well, and if, De- if Devin, I, w- I knew that Devin wasn't going to sit down and be like, this is my favorite game <laughs> right. I've yeah. ever played. Sure. I knew she was not going to say that. But if she even said like, let's play it tomorrow. Because I'm just a, I would probably just do it anyway. <laughs> oh, you want to play a game with me? Yes, of course. Sure. But <laughs> whatever. We'll Don't play, make me chew ice again. We'll play, yeah, we'll play Woodcraft <laughs> instead. Yes. That's great, though. You see, yeah. like I said, there's so many fucking games. Exactly. We have you don't so many need other to play. Don't play an eight. Don't play an eight. You know? Yeah. Play an 8.1 or play more. <laughs> 8.1 or higher. Only, don't play an eight. Only play a great. Oh, oh. Damn. Damn. Natalie. Natalie. Fuck yeah. You are not going to have to chew ice tonight. <laughs> Don't you worry. So Jeff comes over a lot I before the show, and ice. he always brings something for us to play. <laughs> <laughs> what she said? She said, I never have to chew ice. That's oh, true. No, I'm knocking at that door every second of every day. I get it whenever. Oh. He goes, we're just kind of ready. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, when for you're me, ready, so I have to chew so much ice, I hired somebody on Fiverr to come over and chew some <laughs> extra ice for me. <laughs> I got I all this ice delivered. I have DoorDash this. deliver ice Door to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go to Chick Fil A and just get a just cup get of a ice, cup please. ice and bring it over and chew it in front of my wife? <laughs> so Jeff brings games over a lot of the time that we play the sh- uh, before the show. And we play them before the show, and this episode was no different. We played a game that I had never heard of, but I also felt like I had heard of it. <laughs> I know. Called Dice Manor. Uh, if you have not heard of this game, you may have. <laughs> you may. Because it's not, there's like a lot of games that are kind of like, like this. Yeah, it sounds similar. They use the dice and there's like a dice hospital or dice 
Manor. Manor. There is a dice hospital. Yeah, that's one. Oh. Isn't there? Yeah, there is. There definitely okay. is. I think there is. Dice yeah. hospital. Dice capades. Dice throne. Dice throne. I think the dice are the workers in dice hospital. In the oh. hospital. Oh, yeah. You're not like, like you're not tending to the oh, poor I, dice. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to remove one of your Where you have to like heal dice. You're tending to the young dice. Anyway, Jeff brought over a game called Dice Manor. and this one was by was this Arcane Wonders? Arcane Wonders. The old Arcane Wonders. Um so this game I had never heard of before, but when the components came out, I ooed, because it's got a bunch of dice in it like you'd expect, but they don't have pips on them. The dice are actual written numbers. And at first I was kinda like, I don't know if I like that. Like why? why I want just, I just want the pips, and then we started playing, and I was like, I like the numbers better. Yeah, I like the numbers better <laughs> for some reason. It's it's much easier to see exactly what you need yeah. quicker with the dice. So this game lasts uh, five turns only, really only four turns, and you're taking actions by rolling dice and applying dice to spots on the board to draft tiles or to move yourself up this track to get you points and potentially more dice. And uh, by the end of the game, you want to have the, you have this little tableau built up in front of you of tiles, and you're trying to get the most victory points by earning uh, points for putting dice out onto that little tableau to kind of go for a little tour of your manor. Uh, you're also getting points for having the biggest uh, manor. And there's color majorities and a bunch of different cool ways to score points that you've all seen before. It's not anything new right. or anything like that. Uh, the main mechanism of the game revolves around uh, seven dice that you each have. At the, on your turn, everyone's going to roll their dice. And when it's your turn, you have to pick one number that you rolled, all of one number. So if I rolled three twos um, you know, and four sixes, I have to take either the three twos or the four sixes and play them somewhere. And this is very reminiscent of a, a game that we love by Rudiger Doran called Las Vegas. Yeah. Very, very similar to that, where this game kind of builds upon that. Las Vegas is you just place them on um, on casinos and you're just trying to win the money that's attached to those casinos. This game kind of takes that and goes a little bit above that. You're now using these uh, dice to bid for tiles that you're going to then add to your tab to, to your manor and they're room tiles like think of a game like um um uh, between two cities between two cities between two castles mad king, king ludwig, ludwig where you're they're they're kind of like they're like polyamino-ish tiles they're actually kind of big and huge yeah, huge <laughs> they are really big. right they're like enormous tiles but you're adding them to your manor so by rolling dice so let's say it's my turn and i have those three threes or say that i rolled and i put them on the third spot and that's attached to a building or a room okay and so that's mine for now natalie's turn next she rolls four threes she could take those four threes and put them all on the one that i just went on and now she's winning that bid and then when it comes back around to my turn i'm going to roll all my remaining dice and if i get more threes i can then add them to that and try to we can have like a little bidding war going on. There's other places you can uh, place dice that are not just for bidding for tiles because you can also bid to get the highest amount of dice on this. I don't know what the actual action is called, but you're actually moving a marker, like a house marker along this track that has numbers on it. Yeah, the goofy thing, I think they call that like the advertising track. Oh, okay, you're, right. advertise, you're advertising you're for your man. Becoming more popular. Perfect. Yeah. But it is the maybe the main way to get straight points which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to get mo the most victory points. And so if you put dice to there, you're going to move along this track and moving along that track gives you points. But the thing is, it's not as sexy of a, of a turn to do that because you don't get 
anything from it. Uh, I will say, don't sleep on that action because it is very powerful. But then after everyone places all their dice, we are going to evaluate each space where the dice were, taking the tiles that were won. And if you didn't win, you get a little bonus, which is like a little token that allows you to modify dice in a future turn. Then after you take all the stuff that you got that you won, you're going to add it to your manor. And kind of like a Carcassonian style, you're just placing the tiles uh, in front of you so that doors meet doors and walls meet walls and nothing overlaps funky. Um, and these rooms are going to have numbers on them that correspond to the, not pips, but the numbers on the dice. So then in a future turn, one of the things you can do when you roll your dice is you can place them in your, your manor now. And you're kind of like giving a tour of your manor. And so the dice you want to have go in a, like a, I don't know. What do you say, Jeff? Like a, a path. Um, a path like a path. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like a, a like a logical <laughs> path. Like a logical <laughs> path. And so like you want to put, you really want to put rooms with the same number next to each other because the more dice that you can place in one go in your manner that have the same number will get you more points. So for instance, if I have three rooms that have a six on them and they're all attached in like this little path and I roll three sixes, I can take my turn when it's my turn to place those three sixes on my manner. And three dice will get me, we'll say, five points. If I'm able to play four dice, that gives me nine points. And then anything more than that, I get two points on top of that. So you can get a bunch of points just by playing dice into your manner. So you're really trying to... Um, figure out how you're going to spend your dice. Are you going to bid on tiles? Are you going to bid on the advertisement spot? Are you going to you know, spend time putting dice in your manner? And it's really those three things that are going to get you uh, where you want to, to win the game. And so the last round, the fifth round, you only are working in your manner. You're, not, you're no longer getting tiles. And then at the end of that, uh, we just go through and see who has the biggest mansion or manor, who has the most colors, uh, and all these things. There's majority stuff, and then whoever has most points wins. And so, things I liked about this game, I mean, it gave me feelings of Las Vegas. Yep. And I love that game. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite filler games of all time. It has stayed in my collection for years and years list, and years, and it was on the list. Yeah, and it will never leave the collection. I love it that much. It's so good. And this game really made me feel like I was playing Las Vegas, plus it added a little extra, which I thought was fucking sweet. Yeah. I really enjoyed the fact that this is not a heavy game by any stretch. It's very light. It's very quick. It's not filler. It's like filler plus. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not It's not a heavy game. However, I after I played it, I was like, I would play differently next time, I yeah. think. There's things that I did that I was like, I should not have overlooked this thing. Maybe I went too hard here. I spent time you know, trying to win this area, and it did get me some good points. I came in second or third, I think, but I was like, I abandoned that one thing, and dang, I shouldn't have done that. And I liked that that was there, because now it makes me want to replay it. I have that feeling of like, I want to try again and see if I can do this a little bit more optimally. Yeah. And the game is short enough that it lends itself to repeated plays. Like I would have rack, I would have wanted to rack mm -hmm. it again. Yeah. Like I liked it that much. I was like, let's, let's rack it. This is pretty cool. The components are great. There's a dual layered score track, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. And I was thinking if you can get a dual layered score track, you, why you should, should, why wouldn't you? You should. You should. <laughs> I would. And it was great. Um, and it connects onto the board that the little advertisements move on, which is really cool. I thought the tiles were a little bit ridiculously huge. Yeah, they were big. They were very large. They were like, they could have, you could have shaved them down 40%. Yeah. And it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah why were they so I don't know. That yeah. was the one bad, if I didn't like something about like it. A mansion? I maybe? guess so. But it took up too much. Like there was, yeah, I was like, man, if I had another 
tile. I'm like, I really am running out of room here. Mm-hmm. And again, our ta- my table's not that small, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're all kind of like, oh, we got some space issues here. But that's a little nitpick. I, I, thought, I yeah. thought it was more like, what? why'd they do that than anything? Um, again, there's nothing new here. There's nothing really that you haven't seen before, but it does all of the things it does really well. And I would be very happy to play this again. I'd be very happy to pick this up. I think you would really like this game in your collection. If you don't have something that's filler plus, or if you're looking for something filler plusy, that's got cool dice rolly <laughs> stuff that has the word dice in the name that you don't have enough of those games, <laughs> pick up Dice Manor. That's what I think. What'd you think, Natalie? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I re- I actually really like this game too. Um, I loved the Las Vegas style re-rolling, you know, place and then re-roll. Um, even though it was fairly light, it definitely had like decent decision making. Um, but it was also like had very very quick turns. Like you're like you had you had a decision to make, but there it wasn't so difficult where you're like gonna take a few minutes to make that decision but it's also there's enough decision to make where it's not just like well i'm obviously gonna do this you're like this or this uh this you know what i mean and and it didn't feel usually a lot of times when you play games with dice it feels like random because you know you roll the dice and you're like well i'm stuck with this but like this had like enough dice where you typically you're like should i go should i place these should i place this number should i place this number then you can use like re-rolls or things to like modify the dice and that made it feel not random. That made it feel more like, here's all my options. Which one should I choose this time? And then when you're done with that turn, you're not going to keep those dice. You're going to re- re- like re-roll them, and then you have a whole new set of options. And that's to go the with. coolest decision point, isn't it? Because in Las Vegas and in this, your resource is your dice. Mm-hmm. And so you could take four dice and get like, boom, I'm going to get that tile. But now you only have three dice left for the entire round. And that's the best decision point in games Mm -hmm. like this is like, but I'm going to re-roll again. So I might get something even sweeter on the next time. So maybe I'll just only, and I do this in Las Vegas. I'll put one, One. a one die out. Let's just see what happens. Put my toe in the water. Yeah, Yeah, let me just dip in a little bit. I got a little stake in the game. That's the coolest thing about this. I'm sorry, keep going. No, it's okay. I just, I really liked the weight of this. And, and I think that like for a light game, there's a little bit more to it than you think. And it was just, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I agree with you. I'd totally play this game again. Sweet. Devin, what'd you think? I had a fun time playing with you guys. I'm not sure if I would be like, hey, Jeff, I don't even know if it's a two-player. So that's one of the points I'll make is that this game, I think when it first came out, got knocked that it was like, it's shitty with two. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Um, yeah. but Auction games have, typically don't work with two. Since then, they uh, there's been an official release from the designer and the company that's like, here are the advanced two-player variant rules okay. that people have said are much better than, than the OG rules with two. Yeah, but would so you still want to, you think? No, would you want to play with no. two? Because it's an auction game, right? Yeah. You don't it's play. Gonna be, this I'm, is more like a, that's you're true. hanging out with friends yeah. and you pull this yeah. one out for kind of a... Because I feel like this game, it's like, it still feels like a game, but it's also light enough where it's you can like chit chat here and there. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like, just roll your dice. And like me, how I play games, I'll just put it here. Yeah, I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Who gets a shit? You don't take it seriously. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. So you just didn't like that. You don't think it'd be good with two. Be so and serious. Just won't we like wouldn't. We wouldn't play it. No. Yeah. I think it but is. I had a, fun with you guys. I think it is a dummy player. I think there'd be a dice roll, and then I think you take. 
either the lowest or the highest chunk, and then that automatically goes out mm. there, and then you re-roll there. Yeah. So someone would be taking that turn, which I don't usually love. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I don't love that either, that either. but that doesn't um, sound like a bad right. way to handle it. That sounds like... Right. If you yeah. really want to play that too, which, I mean, like Devin just talked about in her last review, there's so many fucking games out there. You don't yeah. need to play Dice Manor at two. Mm-hmm. No. Play right. it at four. Plenty of other games. Right. Yeah, play a better game at two, yeah. you know? Right. What about you, Jeff? I, I liked it a lot, actually. I liked it more than I thought. So learning it, going on BGG, it's not... It kind of gets knocked on BGG a little bit. It's like sub seven, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. On BGG, which usually you want to be in the sevens, sevens for people to yeah. at least think about you. But I think I thought it was better than that. Like my favorite part of Las Vegas is is just what Ryan said and Natalie said too. Like rolling and then going, "Are right, what? I just want let me just put out two. Yeah, let me see what these a little bit. Let's see what mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah, does. yeah. And then re-rolling again and re-rolling again. Where like Natalie said, you're not just stuck. You don't roll and then go. All right, I'm gonna place these, and then I wait, and then I place the next set. You get to re-roll every time, yeah. and that leads to like some excitement. Like I'm excited about rolling. You're like, what's gonna happen again? next? <laughs> and you're never left with nothing. Mm-hmm. There is True. not a time where there was even in the second to last round or something where I was placing dice, losing bids, so I could get tokens that I didn't have for the last round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you want the tokens, right. and sometimes you want the buildings, right? But the bidding also didn't seem like mean or hurtful. Never. Like, I didn't feel no. like no. Not once when I, I got over bid was I like fuck. Yeah, you didn't feel like you got screwed over. Yeah. You're always like, like, oh well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. really care it's that. Chill. And it's dice rolling. It's like Natalie didn't choose to roll two threes. She just did. Right. And then exactly. got it, right. So like, wasn't it didn't it didn't hurt my feelings. I liked the whole like I liked the idea that it was Las Vegas, but building tiles like i like rolling dice i like building a little tiny and man- some a little manor yeah and it's like i like just all right i'm gonna make sixes and these little guests are gonna walk through my little manor and they're gonna go through the kitchen and whatever <laughs> yeah. um and then i like those tracks how you unlocked dice as you as you play the game one of the actions seemed like you got points but you were also getting closer to unlocking yeah you get more dice, more dice. and that with. was you know That's whenever important. we play Worker placement games a bill. It's get as many workers get as, as many workers can. you can. Mm-hmm. Get as many dice as you possibly can. It's got to help. Yes, um, it definitely helps because randomness in this game can be a, a problem because it's a dice yeah. game, and especially when you're putting dice in a manner. I mean, it happened to me at the end of the game. I didn't care because it was fun, mm-hmm. but it was like all I needed was if I would have gotten the sixes I needed, that would have scored a ton of points. Yeah, and it's like I just couldn't right roll away. them, you know. And it's like, damn, they didn't roll. But again, the game is so light. You just play it again. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I wanted to just right. play. I wanted to rack it right away. Yeah, and I this would be a game I would play. At the end of game night, there, I'm always looking for a half hour to 45 minute game, and this mm-hmm. this would fit that perfectly, and also give you a little bit of game as you're playing. Yes. So it's staying. Devin and I won't play it at two. I don't even think with the advanced rules, it might even be worth looking at. So if you're only a two for player, game night for you, yeah, it'd be good for yeah. game night. It'd be good if like Corey and Stephanie come over, yeah. or like a, mm-hmm. Frankie and Kyle are a little above. I think they would be good for gamers. this. Would be good yeah, for them still. too. I think, like I think they'd like this and, too. Yeah. So that's. Dice man. I, I would say, yeah, avo- maybe like try to play it before you look at BGG. It gets it gets pooped down a little bit on Listen BGG. Listen to us think. before you yeah. Like go to... Yeah, exactly. this is better than a 6.9. Nice. Better than... Yeah, nice. nice. Well, maybe it's exactly a 6.9. It's a 6.9. Nice, but it's in a nice way. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Jeff? I got something that we uh, played on last Monday. A couple Mondays ago? No, last Monday. Dave. It was Dave's pick. Okay. This was one of... I think he's only got one game left that he bought at Gen Con that we haven't played yet. Okay. Oh, nice. And... Uh, he was going always back and forth at this game. We would walk by it. He'd be like, should I buy this game? Buy it? <laughs> and I'm always like, Dave, just buy the game. Right. <laughs> just buy it. Did he like the box just cover? Just buy it. Oh, yeah. Because how beautiful is it? It's it Vincent Dutre, right? It's, it's got to be Vincent Dutre. Vincent Dutre art, and it's, so the game is called Tribes Tribes in the Wind, okay? Or Tribes in the Wild. Of the Wind. Of the Wind. Tribes of the Wind. Yeah, sorry. What did I say? In, in the Wind. They're not in the Wind. They're of the Wind. <laughs> like they might be, they're probably in the Wind, yeah. too. They're, they're in the wind. wind, yeah. <laughs> so Tribes of the Wind, and it's, it is gorgeous. 
Um, you ever see that Simpsons? Run like the wind. Run like the wind. Yeah, I've only read it in books. <laughs> so this is Tribes of the Wind. Yeah, I don't know the saying. That's uh, funny. And okay, so uh, all right, people of Earth, we f- we did it again. We ruined the fucking planet. God dang, may we as well suck. just we suck. May Wally it up. Yeah, make that just be the the generic oh. go to theme now. You get it because Wally. Wally. I got it now. We At first, I thought you meant Wally like Wait, Amanda's so, husband. Watched... I was like, that's me. <laughs> Way to go, Wally. God damn. Wally, <laughs> you did it. When, when someone fucks with the planet, we call that the, the Wally. Wally. The Wally, Wally Miller. <laughs> you said Wally just drives down the street just throwing garbage out of us. Quit ruining the planet, Wally. Way to go, Wally. Okay, everyone laughs. It's just, it's just not it's us. Just us. What should we do? Let's, uh, let's talk about sex. Let's, let's talk about doing it. Let's cross some ice. <laughs> what? We can't hear you over there. Um, doing it is the funniest way to just... Doing it. What do you guys... What, we're just what, what, what doing you guys, it. Like, we were doing we were, it. We, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing it. <laughs> we were doing it. Oh, man. Okay, what happened? Okay, uh, Tribes of the, the Wind. That, that seems like a very popular uh, thing to make games about Yeah, fuck the planet. Even Revive, right? We were playing it. Yeah, reviving it. Um, so in Tribes of the Wind, <laughs> players are working to rebuild, again, the post-apocalyptic world. Okay? Okay. Through beautiful artwork. How many times are you going to open that I can? know. It's one you can. You opened it like six times. <laughs> it's one can. I what? Just, Devin, I just you need may to as well Click, clack, click, clack. That was a... That, that was, was a, a one-time open. That oh, You opened yeah. that can six times somehow. Well, like I did this and it like kind of did like a little pop and then it didn't open. It seems like it did. I should have just committed. <laughs> Natalie's really drinking. For some reason, Devin over there reminded me of like Stuart. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here. Let me do it. So where was I? Ruin the planet. Blah blah blah. Uh, okay, players start with um, a player board broken up in like a three by four grid that holds uh, your player pieces, and you also have a hand of cards. Okay, you get five cards. Okay, and on their turn, you can either play a card, build villages, or place temples on your board. Now, where the game is cool and becomes the game. It's through this card play. So each card is one of four different types. Fire, wind, water, and green. And when uh, <laughs> play... <laughs> I forgot what the green one is. Forest? Grass? No, it's like a leaf Tree? on it. Wind, I don't know. What <laughs> is that forest? Maybe forest. Wind. What's but like the, the forest, Captain Planet? Wind. wind. Forest, fire. wind. Earth. Is water it earth? and green. Wind and green. It's got a leaf on the back of it, but the tiles that you place are forest tiles, so I don't think the thing is called forest. Oh, it's green. Oh, shit. Um, the or there's one. red, blue, yellow, and green. I'm looking it up. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, I like what you said better. The other. Yeah. Build um, villages, temples. I don't think it's on there. No. But you see that green card? What is that? Yeah. Plant. I, I would think it's a forest, but you're right. If they're called forest tiles, then I guess the that's not what it's forest called. Tiles. Maybe the. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're fire, it. wind, water, and green. And when, uh, <laughs> when played. Okay, it dictates what you can do, just like any normal card play. Okay. Um, things like moving your riders, these little things around your board, um, gaining water tokens, removing pollution off your board, right? Because we fucked the world up. So your, okay. your yep. player board starts, bless you, as a... Um, Seventh one. It starts as... It starts really polluted, and you're trying to, like, unpollute. Uh, you can plant forest tiles, and then some combination of those things. But the card strength... And the action strength is usually dictated by the cards you have in your hand and the cards your neighbors have. Ooh, I like working so off neighbors. So these cards, these fire, wind, water, and green, green, you can see the backs of everybody's cards. Okay. So when I play a card... Oh, I know if you're playing green. I Yeah, you know you know that I have... You know exactly what's in my hand. You just don't know what the action on the front says. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I might play a card that gives me three water if I have more blue cards than Ryan. But I get five water if I have more blue cards than... Devin and Ryan. 
or the cost of planting a forest is eight minus the number of green cards you and your neighbors have. So hmm. playing that when so I have green cards to see what they have to see what everybody has. So you kind of it comes with actually a little um, card holder, and you everyone plays their cards mm-hmm. in the card holder, so you can easily look at what everybody has, um, which is just really cool. So I liked. That idea. Um, when a player then moves enough like these little riders on their forest tiles, they can build a village and they grab a village token and they put it on there. That also leads to having a cool end game scoring card. And then once someone has placed all five villages, the game ends. Okay. And then you total up some points based on stuff that you've done, how well you've cleaned up the board and placed villages and tiles and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Tribes of the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me in a really good way. Okay. You didn't was, think you'd like it? I, I thought I would play it and be like, okay. Yeah. But I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it. Like, even when I was playing, I was like, this is fun. Okay. Yeah. And I'm glad Dave bought it, and I think that we're going to play it pretty often. My favorite part by far was this whole card play mechanism. I don't know if I've played a game where your actions are really dictated by just the cards you have and your neighbors. Yeah, mm. that's cool. It just seemed, like, cool. I had to pay attention to... Dave's cards and Bill's cards all the time, as well as what was in my hand. Okay. Um, it didn't overwhelm you? It didn't. And it created some really cool, like, kind of, like, tactical plays where, all right, I'm going to need, I need to, I need to be able to move my rider, so I'm going to do that. But then when the turn comes around to me, I'm like, I'm going to get, I can't even play this card, or I don't get it for, like, the highest action. I want to wait. Hmm. I want to wait. Maybe Dave will pick up a yellow card, and it'll help my rider moving action or pollution action if Dave picks up a card that's different, right? So... I loved being able to like plan that out, but then have a backup plan. Yeah. Go, all right, I'll just get water. Or this card is the best in this moment. Mm-hmm. It might not be perfect for what I need to do, but it's the best in the moment. Or you play the card that's perfect for you in the moment, but doesn't get you the most stuff. Yeah. Right. Because you want to play the cards at the most opportune and beneficial time. But this game is sort of a race. You want to get, you want to get your um, villages out there, or I think they're called villages. Yeah. Well, you get your villages out there. Um, doing the most efficient thing. So if I'm looking around and going, all right, I need, if I'm always trying to do the most opportune thing, I'm not getting my villages out as fast as someone else who's going to get points for putting it out and the game maybe before I get my climax going. I cannot uh, fucking find. I'm looking in the rule book. What they're called? I can't find what it's called. Yeah, uh, that's green. Does it not say? And the, the, you, I, I don't think it says. It just calls them so elemental did cards. Did I make up fire, wind, and water then? Well, I would have called them that too. But I just can't fucking I can't fucking find it. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. So, um, what else was I gonna say? So, again, talking about it just being a race. About halfway through the game, we kind of figured out like we were all sort of doing stuff. Like I said, like the best thing, right? This is I'm gonna wait to use this card at the best time, and then halfway through, we realized we're like, this is sort of a race. Like we need to get our shit done. Like the best way that I can win is by doing my things faster than you. Yeah. Um, and then also using the cards as best as you possibly can. But overall, it was cool. Like, I'm very excited to play it again. Um, the art is beautiful. It, like, fits the gameplay and theme of kind of... Vincent Detroit is... Just awesome. It. So there is, like, definite amount of randomness in endgame scoring cards might kind of change. You might just kind of have one done that someone else might not. But you still have to, like, take actions to get the card. It's not as Takanoko as Takanoko. Um <laughs> Good. You're also sitting and looking at, like, man, I really need Bill to pick up a blue card, and he's just not doing it. <laughs> um, and I don't know if that's necessarily randomness versus just it could be frustrating as you're playing, trying to plan something out and people just not grabbing the cards that you might need. Sure. But overall, this was this was better than Sabika. 
um, <laughs> I thought. And uh. I would I would play this anytime. I don't know. I think with a third play with two players, I think there is again a dummy set of cards, and I don't know how those rotate or anything. Are you planning on playing this with Devin? Um well it's Dave's game, so no. Oh um, right, it's Dave's. I think it's gonna be a it'll be a game night game. Yeah. And I think we can get the time down. It took us maybe a little too long, but that was because I don't think we understood the timing and race aspect of the game that that I think good people would utilize really quickly. Not so, bad people. Yeah, not bad people. <laughs> they, they what did, just, what did they, the group think of the game? I think everybody kind of liked it. Um, D- Dave, I know, really liked it. Uh, Bill has fun doing everything. His is, write-up seemed like he liked it. Is Dave pretty easy on games? I think so. Unless it's like too... Once it gets beyond like a rule set or a heaviness, he's like, I'm out. Like, has he has he brought a game that he bought and you guys played it and he was like, fuck this? <laughs> um... <laughs> I've bought and played. Yeah, and but not him. he. Ooh, does he have ownership bias? Ooh, maybe. Dave, <laughs> he's gotten rid of. Well, he doesn't buy like tons games. of games though, so he probably is like only buys ones. I remember he's, like, really one game in. we played with him. I wasn't sure that he liked it. The Witcher. Does he still have the Witcher board oh, game? No, that's gone. Okay, so maybe yeah, he so didn't that like that one as much. We also played this game a while ago called Nocturian that he got. I think yeah. at Gen Con, and we played it, and we all were like, "This is not good." So then he, I actually used my BGG account, traded with someone for cool. Something got him something else that he yeah, wanted. And he, yeah, and that's much better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's pretty selective with what he buys. You're right. Yeah. And he fits, he likes medium weight <laughs> games, right? Mm-hmm. So he likes, he fits in that medium. And this is kind of maybe upper, upper light medium. Was that medium minus? Upper light medium. Medium minus. <laughs> medium it's minus. It's so interesting medium to me minus, too, because okay. <laughs> Dave is one of the smarter guys there is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you always assume that when somebody's like super fucking smart, they're just going to want the heaviest, crunchiest shit no. there is. Dave is not like that at no. all. No. Dave's, Dave's just like, nah, I did that at work. I don't want to fucking like, do I that. I feel like, like, COVID. That's that's like my, my cousin Brendan. He's like really smart. And I always thought that he would be into the strategy games, but instead his younger brother is really into the strategy games. And he's more yeah, he's like, into like party, party games. games. Let's yeah. play party games. Yeah. yeah, I think his brain just he like works mm-hmm. where he works too hard. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. He doesn't need to scratch that itch because it happens at work all yeah. the fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so that was that was tribes, tribes of the wine. Of the wine. <laughs> That's fucking great. The Gamecasters have a sponsor. We have partnered up with Modern Meeple, company behind the famous Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan that holds extremely high-quality board game component trays. These trays are the picture of luxury. Made right here in the USA, they are made from a wood-based material that's dyed throughout with a number of different colors to choose from, and should you drop or ding them, they will still retain that color. These things are so great looking on the table, and displaying them on your game shelves will really elevate your status with your neighbor, which is good because he's been lording that damn elk head over the fireplace place for the last five years and really needs to shut up. So head on over to modernmeeple.com to check out all the great products they have. And if you find something you like, enter discount code GAMECASTERS at checkout to receive free shipping and a couple cool GAMECASTERS keychains as well. Once again, that's modernmeeple.com. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise sure isn't. If you're looking to get some great game casters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom game casters designs for us. So you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently. And what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us. Am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under board game podcasts. 
If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. I've talked for a long time about adding something new to the show. I wasn't quite sure what that was going to look like, but knew that an idea would speak to me. And when it did, that's when I would strike. Well, it's time to strike. And I have the Detroit Lions to thank for it. Yes. For the first time since I was 10 years old and too young to actually appreciate it, the Lions are good enough to call good enough. Woo, yes. Right? Everything feels different with them this year. Really the end of last year and into this year. So after every win, I'm finding myself on YouTube to hear what the pundits are saying about them. Typically, I would just like avoid it like the plague. Right. I don't want to hear them talk shit. Most of them don't yet believe, but Rich Eisen, Michigan man, has mm -hmm. given them their due. I've been watching a lot of him, and one segment he does is called Overreaction, where a statement's presented to him, and he basically says if he agrees with it, if it's a hot take, or if he thinks it's an overreaction. For instance, the Lions are now America's team. Okay, and then they discuss. He'll then talk about what he feels about that and assign it one of those things. Well, I'm going to adapt that for a board game segment I'm calling No Fucking Way. No fucking way. No fucking way. No, no fucking way. The way this is going to work is I'm going to present Jeff and Natalie and Devin with a statement <laughs> such as, Kickstarter is bad for the hobby, or fireworks are the worst invention known to mankind. We <laughs> will all then yeah. take part and say either, hell yeah. If you say hell yeah, that means you strongly agree with whatever statement I've just said. Okay? Or you'll say, I can see that. I can see that. Which is what you're going to say if you're kind of neutral on it, or if you, you know, that could happen. Mm -hmm. And you're going to say no fucking way no fucking if you way. strongly disagree with it. Okay. And then I want you to kind of, I want to talk, I want to have a discussion about these things. So okay. it's not like we're just saying those three things, but I want, I want to get an opinion from all four of us. Maybe Devin, if you, if there's one that you're like, I don't fucking know, then just, you can just, you can no give a new way. one to say it. No then fucking just, way. Yeah. Right. Just, just, yeah. Take Are a we stance. Gonna say, okay. say take a stance that no matter phrase what. first and then discuss or to be like, go and doesn't matter. You can start discussing. And then as you're talking, you might be like, you know what? No, I was wrong. No fucking way. Or you know what? Maybe okay. you got me into Hell it. I can yeah. see that. All right. Hell yeah. So here we go. We're starting <laughs> this new segment out with this first statement that I want to posit to all of you. Okay. Ark Nova is the best game to come out in the past five years. Hell yeah. I can see that or no fucking way. Hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Went, you think so? They just went real neutral. In five yeah. years. That's the a last long five. Time. I know it's a long time. So you think When's this game is the ago? best? What's now? Nine, 2019 so is five years ago. Let me go to Ooh. the Board Game Geek Top 100. And I want to tell you what, what games are in it that came out 2019 or later. 
Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's do it that way. Brass Birmingham, 2018. Still pretty popular. Gloomhaven, 2018. Ago. Arc Nova mm-hmm. is number four of all time. Wow. Came out in 2022. So it is the highest ranked game. The the it's the most recent ranked highest rank. It's well, the most recent ranked highest ranked game. Ranked, you got it. It's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> recent ranked highest ranked game. You got to nail it. I, I Listen mean, back. You get it. There's you like first time. different ways to look at it because you can be like, okay, does the general population think it's the... No, no, you. Oh. You. Then <clears throat> I can see that. <laughs> still, that's still my answer. I will say, I will say, hell yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in the hell yeah camp as I'm well. I'm in hell yeah. As well, yeah. The caveat of if I play Revive two more times, I might be like... Maybe Revive is the best game that's come out I the last time. I can see that, but no fucking way. So that was my that was kind of my my thought process with this one was there have been a ton of really fucking great games that have come out, games that we have made essentials, where Ark Nova is not an essential. That's yeah. true. You know what I mean? We've got we've got games like the Guild of Merchant Explorers, essential, because Planet unknown, essential. Both those games came out in the last because five our years. essentials list is not these are the best games. This true. is you're starting a collection. Right. And you want the best, well-rounded it's like collection. It's almost like unseen. Can. We guarantee you, you'll probably. When like did it. Underwater <laughs> Cities come out? I might have to take that back. Uh that might be. Yeah, that's a good call. Is Maybe that that's, sub. That might be 2018. Underwater Cities. Got it. It is 2019. Good boy. Mm. So yeah, it fits in the five-year yeah. mold. Well, that's the thing. So I can see that. I really. <laughs> <laughs> years Ark Nova. I'm going to stand yeah. strongly at hell yeah. yeah. Well, you love that game. Right. I, Every play I've had I really since. like that game like a that lot, game. but I wouldn't even maybe say it's in my like top five or something. And, and I don't, because of that, I can, that's why I'm like, I can see that because it is a really good game and it's probably a lot of people's favorites in the last five years. It's not my favorite in the last five years but i do really like it and could see but how it was that could not be. the statement was not it's your favorite game in the last five years right the, statement the, was the best, best. Oh, because i play no. games where i'm like that's great i'm not playing that anymore yep same mm. same i don't know i still i i'm still oh, sticking with hell mine. yeah yeah Devin does say when I'm like, "What what kind of game do you want to play tonight?" And she, when she says, "I don't want to learn any rules," which is usually yeah. what she says now. Castlevania um, yeah. comes out. It's usually like no. the the staples of I don't want to learn any rules are Ark Nova, Orleon, Underwater Cities, and mm. Burgundy. Did I ever say that? Yeah. You yeah, like probably Underwater that. Cities better than Ark Nova? No, you like it better. I do. Do you think it's a better game? Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's where I'm saying hell yeah. When I played I Ark Nova for the first time, I was kind of like, I expected better than this. And then I kept playing it, and I was like, this is so it's different every great. Time. There's so many different yeah. cards. You can make your zoo. Yeah. I think different. there are great aspects to Underwater Cities that trumps. Like, the card play in Underwater Cities is so much better than the giant stack of cards in Ark Nova. Yeah. Okay. But So we have three hell yeah. No, keep going. But what? No, no that's good. No, no, it's I didn't okay. know Devin had something. Oh, what do you got, Devin? I... I don't remember what I was going to say. About the big stack of cards? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'd be hard-pressed to find a game that I just think is better yeah. than, than Ark Nova. Hell yeah. hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Changed too? I was in Hell yeah. yeah he started Hell yeah. Yeah, but then back. I went back, but then I'm going Hell yeah. And Natalie, you're still in. I can see that yeah. category. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Next one. Okay. Stefan Feld has not yet designed his masterpiece. No fucking way. No fucking way. He'd, it's already been designed. It's done. What's his done. masterpiece? Castles of Burgundy. It's again, it's not the, is he going to design other great games? Yes. Yeah. Is anything going to get the masterpiece treatment that Castles of Burgundy gets? 
No. No fucking way. No fucking way. I 100% am in no fucking way camp with this one as well. Say the statement again. Wait. Steffenfeld has not yet designed his masterpiece. Okay. If you say hell yeah, you agree that he has not yet designed it. You said hell yeah. No, just no, no I fucking said way. No fucking it. way. Which means that he's already made his great game. Oh, and he's like not the best going game he's ever going to make. He already, oh, he already made, made it. it. He already made it. Castleberg. I think agreed 100. I don't think you top Castles of Burgundy. I think there's a lot like Marrakesh. As yes. great as Marrakesh is, Marrakesh isn't Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, it's not. I don't think I'm going to play that enough times. I, when I played Castles of Burgundy for the first time, that there was a there was a couple games. That game, Terra Mystica, and. God, maybe Cosmic Encounter for me personally, where I played them and I was like, this is extremely special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have not felt that way about a Stefan Fell game ever since Castles of Burgundy. And I don't think there's well, it's going to happen. I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Don't know. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. So I know. where are no you at? Way. Yeah, what do you think? Then you can see that then? So everything's you can see that? No, because I was hell yeah last You were. You hell yeah, yeah, it. Hell yeah it. All right, well, so what do you think about this? I don't think he's made it yet. I, I love Castles of Burgundy. I love the new whatever version of it yep mm-hmm. but he can do more you think there's uh you think that sometime in the future he might surpass cat that's yes. a really cool notion to, to think about yeah that'd be exciting Natalie, what do you think i agree with the no fucking way i think that a lot of times people's earlier games are like their best and then they're trying to like achieve that again and they just can't quite get there and that's more often than not what's gonna happen and that's why I think he's already made yeah. his best. We're in a realm, we're in a world now where just like so many games comes out, come out all the time. Yeah. That it's hard to just be like, this this is a masterpiece because now there's 10,000 right. games that comes out it, every single your year. Your earlier one's going to be the freshest one. And then you're going to be like, it's a fresher. I'm going on. You right. know, kind of like, um, I don't know. You're going to, you're going to have all these other influences going forward. Let me ask you this question. I have felt this a lot recently as I've aged into my fours. <laughs> I feel like the new generation of people, the, the Gen Zers, I think is what they're called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't know the same stuff that we knew. True. You know what I mean? Back then. So it's it's easily ingrained in our brains that Castles of Burgundy is his masterpiece. And I think a lot of people yeah. will agree with that, right? But because it came out when we were like really, really new into the hobby and like that was like a huge popular game. Do you think people that are going to find the hobby 10, 20 years from now are going to feel the same way about Castles of Burgundy as they do about a game that he might design in the future? Probably not. That he might design? That, that was my, so my, going to Devin's, to, to, to Devin's point about how you know, well, hell yeah, the he hasn't designed that, it yet. People getting into the hobby now feel about Carcassonne or feel about... I still feel like Carcassonne no. is a masterpiece. Yeah, person. but I don't think people getting in the hobby would agree with you. Okay, yeah, you might be right. Like, call Frankie and Kyle and say, is this game a masterpiece? So does that ch- does that change your mind? No. Okay, because you're, you're speaking also, for you. for Devin's point of like, I didn't think Marrakesh exceeded my expect. I didn't think I was going to play a Stefan Feld game that would contend would with get you that excited that would contend burgundy with trajan. like a trajan mm-hmm. or a burgundy but it's there but so now that that's happened does that open the door that it's a possibility nah i still don't think so either i, I still i still don't think so because uh, i agree with you i was like i'm never gonna i think feld is um over the hill design wise that's what sure. i thought yeah and then we played marrakesh and i was like oh he's still Dude's got it still hitting bangers he's still got yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, this shit slaps he's still got bangers yeah <laughs> oh my god what this else you fucking say? shit is busting nothing oh so what's your favorite what's your favorite feld game <laughs> what are they burgundy trajan marrakesh amerigo bonfire amerigo 
Carpe Diem? Did you play that? No, she didn't play Carpe Diem. I did not like Bonfire. You didn't like Bonfire. I know you didn't like the the little Yoda people. Hard. I didn't like it. It was hard. I liked it. It was hard though. But you like the you like Amerigo Trajan. Marrakesh. Burgundy. What's the difference between Amerigo and Marrakesh? Marrakesh. Not Amerikesh. It's yeah. just Marrakesh. And then Amerigo is the one. Actually, they both have cube towers. But yeah. <laughs> um, Marrakesh is the more recent one. So it's all yellow. Okay. we. Amerigo is the one with the polyamino yeah. tiles. And Marrakesh has all the cubes. There's all the. Then, there's the things you like. The you would replace the little mm-hmm. cache with the mm-hmm. cardboard tile and place it on the thing and you activate the I mean, Castle zones. Burgundy is probably my favorite. And Trajan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they're, I don't know, it's just easier to put. But you can see best. him designing a better game. Something yeah, that's like better than all okay. those. Yeah. Why not? Love yeah. it. All right. Let's, we're going to stay on Steffenfeld here. The Castles of Burgundy big box edition was a mistake. Now I have a question on this. No. No yeah. fucking way. It no was a mistake way. that it was created or was it a mistake that I, we bought it? It was a mistake that it was created. Okay. Or, or, so what I mean, I guess what I intended to mean by it was it, um, it, it hurt the game more than it helped the game. No fucking way. Okay, let's hear it. I think it's so fucking cool. <laughs> I you don't love give it. a shit. That, that was yeah. like two years ago, Jeff spent the money on that. Current yeah. Jeff looks at that thing. I'm like, that thing's fucking awesome. That's the awesome. coolest shit in my collection. And I don't care. You can complain like, oh, this is a little too big. I don't give a fuck. Did you play the original? Because this thing's awesome. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, the, the reason that, that I my brain thought that was I was like, man, you know, I, we played it one time. I, I was on this big high horse before it came out about... We need a good fucking yeah, version of Castle of Burgundy, <laughs> and it's going to elevate the game from a top 20 to a top 10 for me personally. And then we got it. We played it, and I was like, this was amazing. This is so great, and we haven't played it since. And I, in the back of my head, the reason I haven't played it is because I'm like, God, there's so much it's to just do. too big. It's so big. There's a lot in there. The old little box, I'm like, I just take it up, put it, I'm pretty much ready yeah. to go. You know, and so the, the same thing happened to me with, uh, I had, the, I got the Galaxy Trucker big box. Yeah. And I used to play Galaxy Trucker like fucking crazy. And when I got the big box, I never played it. It just sat on the shelf because there was so much shit in the box and it overwhelmed my brain just looking at the box. And so I thought to myself, is that happening to me with the Castles of Burgundy Anniversary Edition? Is that what it's called? Or the Collector's Edition? Collectors or, or Yeah, the yeah. big one. So I, uh, I'm in the I can see that camp. I'm in no fucking way. No fucking way. What about you, Natalie? I think I'm in the no fucking way. Oh, I think yeah. that. I mean, no fucking way. <laughs> I love that you say no fucking way so mild. Like yeah. I'm in the no fucking I'm way. No fucking. Way. <laughs> I'm in the no fucking Sorry. way. Yeah. No fucking way. Good. There you go. Hit because it it's, I think it deserves it. it you know, like, okay, yeah, I, I can see how you think that it. It has too much stuff or, you know, it's like a burden to like get out on the table or whatever. But I don't really think that's the reason that we're not, we haven't played it, you know? Like, I think if we're into it, we're going to do it. And and I think that this game is so popular and we love it so much that to get like a, a new, exciting, um, awesome version of it, it, it was worth it. Devin? When am I supposed to say no fucking way? Nope. If you yeah. if you disagree that it was a mistake, then you say no yeah, fucking, no fucking way. way. Well, easy like for it. me to say because Good. I didn't buy it. But I was like, yeah, Jeff, just do it. Go out <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Just do it, Jeff. Yeah. But Fuck come yeah. on. It's a collector thing. It is. You know? That, that right, is if it's a, one of both of your favorite games, I, why not? Like, I get, like, am very happy version. that I own it. I am very happy that I own it for the collector's kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a really cool thing. I just wonder. I'm not sure if it was a mistake for me. I'm not sure if it's hitting the the table less because of it or not. I'll have to think about that a little more. All right, next. Nobody gives a shit 
who won the game you played with your wife slash game group? So people uh, play a game and then they go online and they talk about, oh, I won or I lost or that nobody gives a shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No one cares. Hell. I don't even hardly yeah. care if I won, so I don't care if you won. <laughs> <laughs> that might lead into another one later. <laughs> it does not make me respect you more if you won. It does not nope. make me th- dislike you more if you lost. I don't yes, right. care. Me neither. At all. I'm not like impressed that you won a game. I mean, we play games so much, so people are constantly winning, losing, getting second, getting third. Like, it's just... That's not a thing that anyone cares about. We nope. care about our reviews. We care about what, what we like. What about when what Ryan tells you that he's won Lords of Vegas like ten times? <laughs> in the that doesn't get you. That doesn't just Does like, that make you want to like take I, me down. I like, pat him on the arm like, "That's nice, honey." <laughs> I just want to take him upstairs uh, and play the off expansion. You said your favorite thing about me was all the wins that I had <laughs> under my belt. No, you said you Deal said breaker. that you were like, "Have you ever lost Hansa Titanica?" Oh, oh my god, god. Devin, what do you think about this one? We're all in the hell yeah camp that nobody gives a fuck if you won or I lost. I think I'm kind of neutral, but like I'm I'm not competitive. But I think sometimes like after Jeff's game night, I'm like, oh, who won? It's like you do you do want to know who won? Conversation piece, okay? Yeah, because it makes me think about like what kind of game it was. You know, I kind of think about how did they play. Mm-hmm. That's why I would care yeah. about it. Okay, so are you in that. the? Are you in the? Um, I can see. I can that. see that. I can see that. Okay, so Devin will ask me that, and sometimes if we play a heavier game, I'll get the uh, good job. Yeah. Oh, nice you, job. Did, you did it great. Like, I, did I'm, you win? I, I come home because like, I won tribes of the of the wind. Yeah. And and then I think I won the game after too. Rauhab. I, I was like, I won both games. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you take like, your clothes off. No. no, no, ew. Would it change your mind if I won by 20 yeah. points? And then, Jeff, no. then Jeff's like in the bathroom secretly chewing ice like. <laughs> I hear you in there. I can hear you. Push it down the toilet. Uh, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Madigan blowjob right there. All right, next. If you don't listen to the Gamecasters podcast, you're a piece of shit loser with no friends. Hell yeah. Oh. Devin, let's talk to you first. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, uh, I guess we'll. Uh... <laughs> what do you think, Devin? Devin! The thing is, only people you listening say. to this show are I know. <laughs> that was a joke one. Okay, um, but we need to all say, hell yeah, Devin. Hell, hell yeah, yeah, Devin. There we go. Oh, I was going to oh. say, say no fucking way. Oh, go ahead. Say no fucking way. No fucking way. Really? Yeah. So you disagree. So everyone that doesn't listen to us is really is cool. cool as fuck. Nally didn't understand the statement. Yeah, I understand. Well, why are you taking such a hard stance on it? We're supposed to think people are losers that don't like us. No, because then they might like us when they hear of us. <laughs> then they'll be listening to then us and, listen, now, they're and cool. now they're not losers yeah. anymore yeah. <laughs> you're a loser until you listen yeah. to us no, you're not. okay uh, alright next one the number one game of all time is Brass Birmingham no fucking no way no fucking way <laughs> what the hell is that game I feel like <laughs> it's that's like, the number it's, one game uh, <laughs> I've never played that it's, <laughs> it's the number one game and it's like <coughs> it's like Nucleum but like no, it's the game. You know, the game you're talking about. Yeah, that sounds. But confusing. it's like worse. It's like worse. Even though I didn't even play Nucleum, but like it's like. Well, this is all opinion, okay? Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me, let me paint the picture for you. Okay? It looks yucky. Board Game Geek 
You know about Board Game Geek. Yeah. They have their top 100 rankings, okay? Right now, Brass Birmingham is atop the rankings, but there was all this drama because it was Gloomhaven. Have you heard of Gloomhaven? Oh, yeah. Gloomhaven was number one. Right before Gloomhaven was number one, this other game called Pandemic Legacy was number one. Mm -hmm. Pandemic Legacy was number one for a while. It, it overtook this game that was number one for years and years and years called Twilight Struggle, mm -hmm. and it it was finally dethroned by Pandemic Legacy. Wow, big, crazy, crazy stuff. Then Gloomhaven came out. Gloomhaven just soared up the rankings, and boom, number one. Brass Birmingham came out, and it's based on a game that was designed back in 2014, maybe? Like maybe no, way, way older than that. It's probably like 2007. Sure. The original Brass, yeah. I think, is, is older. And this was basically just like a re-implementation, and it shot up all the way up, and it's number one. And then the Gloomhaven people were like, whoa, we can't not be number one. So they started like hate voting. Brass and then the flip like zeroing and then the brass people are hate voting oh, yeah. Gloomhaven. There was so like a crazy time oh, where man. it was like flip. -flop. And now the all the brass war. people hate voted Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven is now number three behind Pandemic <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. And brass program. So brass, it's like it, there's this controversy around the number one game. Now a lot of people we know love this game, Brass Birmingham. We. Uh, I mean, we me and Natalie played it. We liked it a lot. You haven't played it, right, Jeff? It. it was fine. I would but not I still say, no say it's not the number one game of all time. That was my lead in. No fucking way. No I fucking played this way. game. I, I played it and I was like, okay, this is really good. The best game of all time, all though? All three of those games can fuck right off. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. If I never heard I would, of either I would one of those again, of those I would not miss game. any I have of a it. real reason why Brass should not be... Brass, I feel like, alienates a larger chunk of a gaming population than other games. Expand on that. In fact, that it is train. That it's train. The it's a boring theme. <laughs> yeah, and it is extremely heavy and dry. Dry. Yeah, and if that's your game, then I am shocked cool. that that's like the most popular <laughs> game. A boring, dry, heavy game. Like I, I don't think Gloomhaven is the best game I've ever played. But that game brings in more gamers. Because of things like it kind of like a D&D. It's got an adventure. It's a dungeon crawly. And it also has this Euro card play kind of There's not thing. much like it out there. Right. So yeah. I get why that one up there. I still don't think that's the number one game either. Yeah. But Brass seems over like so Euro to me that it would be that it's odd that all these different types of gamers have voted that this is it. So right. no fucking I yeah. agree. No, I agree with you guys. No fucking way. I, I'm shocked. Not appalled. Because it's a good game. I do think it's a good game. Sure. But I'm like, I've played... 50 games that are like this or better. Why Why this one? Yeah. But if you talk to people like, um, I've tried, the one that pops out of my head right now is Amanda. Main Street Mutable. And her husband Wally who destroys the planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, planet I think this is her favorite game. I think yeah. she loves it, right? You and there's a couple other people. Favorite? I think Todd loves it. They're, I can't remember. There's specific people are like, this is it's this is the game, yeah. man. This is the one. And they're gamers. And they're I don't like, so really, it doesn't, no fucking way yeah. is Brass Birmingham the best game of all time. Okay. Last one. When people say they don't care if they win or lose. They're lying. Jeff, I want to hear from you. I would say I can see that. Okay. But I also think there is a, a population of people that really don't care. Yeah. And I, I play with one of them. <laughs> it's yeah, Devin. Devin, let's oh, hear, the, let's hear about me. you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I don't. You don't care. So you're going to say, hell yeah. No, you're going to say no, no, no fucking no, way. Yeah, you're no, going to say no fucking way. No fucking way. She's a, she doesn't think they're lying when they say they don't yeah, care. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. think they're lying. No fucking way. You disagree. But I could also see that, too. I could see. I think I think Jeff's got it right. I think there's a lot of people who say that, and they are lying. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people think, like the two of you guys who just well, genuinely don't it's care. It's funny because yeah. I don't really care, but I kind of want to say hell yeah to this. 
because I take it like I don't care overall, but I mean, I want to win. That's why I'm playing to try to win. You know what I mean? But like, if I don't win, I'm not, I'm just like, oh, well, or, and, and most games, I don't even remember if I won or lost the game. So like, I don't care, but at the same time, I do care when I'm playing the game. Cause I'm, or else then like, why am I even playing this game? If yeah. I'm not trying to like do the best, you know what I mean? I'm going to say hell yeah to this one, because I think this is what people say to deflect the fact that they really do care. I think if you are going out of your way to say you don't care if you lose, you care if you lose. Like, does Devin say to you every time she plays, I don't care if I win or lose. You just know she no, doesn't I care by know. the way yeah. she yeah. is. Right, she doesn't have to say it. All she has it's to say like is like, I'm just going to do whatever. Right. right. Oh my gosh, you're winning. Yeah, or De- right. Devin Why doesn't do go, that? if I would have done this, I would have I beat you. That, that yeah. she doesn't, yeah. Those yeah. comments yeah. don't But I think what he's saying is like, if you were constantly like, well, I don't yeah. even care. I don't even care. And it's like, well, that means That's, that you do care. You're like, you're, yeah, you're like self-reporting that you <laughs> right. do care. So yeah. I think a lot, I think, I think I'm going to say hell yeah to this one because I think when people say they don't care if they win or lose they're I think they do care. I think they're trying to sound more mature than they really are. And I'm one of these people. I'll tell you that I've said that before. I'm like, I don't, I don't even care if I win. And I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. Why did I say that? Right. I care. <laughs> I really care. I'm just trying to make it seem like I'm not just brushing hell bent yeah. on, on, you know, uh, like it's going to yeah, ruin my mood like a toddler. If I, if I win, but, but like, but you fucking yeah. care. Most yeah. people. I like think. it feels good to win. <laughs> so I'm hell yeah in that. Um, thank you guys for the first ever inaugural no fucking way yeah. segment. Maybe Hell we'll yeah. like rotate. <laughs> Hell yeah. This no is going to be way. a rotated <laughs> in segment. So we're going to tr- probably have two seg- like segments on every show. And we historically have leaned heavily on the Instagram inbox, on the Natalie's Nook, and on the board game beatdown. And we are now adding another couple segments. That's right. I say Ooh. another couple segments <laughs> because we have something coming up that Natalie's about to do <laughs> right now. Are you ready for this? It's time. We couldn't be like Here we go. Natalie is taking us on a journey with the new segment we are calling Rapid Fire. Natalie, tell us how it works with as high energy as you possibly can. Take it down. This might be a work in progress, but (laughs) the idea of Rapid Fire is I have a bunch of things. They could be this or that. They could be questions. And I just want you to guy you guys to answer them just like quick. Snap. Like I don't want you to spend no like a coffee. But like don't sit there and be like, hmm. Okay. What is it? Mm-hmm. Just be like, say the first no thing that comes way. to your head. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully so that'll who do we, be entertaining. When we start, are you going to say point? Like, are you going like, to point? Like, um, how, how are you doing why this? Why don't we, do you want me to step inside? I think you should point. Okay. I think you should point. Random point? Yeah, just point. Okay. Then we got to fucking say something. All right. How many are there? Three? There's like 20. Okay. 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 Okay, ready? Yeah. Ready, ready for the first one? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. She's pointing okay. at me. She okay. looked at me. I know. <laughs> I know. She's going to know what she's pointing Boobs or butts? What? Come on. <laughs> butts. Okay. Butt. Butts. <laughs> I do love boobs. <laughs> butt. I do love boobs. Yeah, oh, I, of course. Boobs are fucking course, great. great. I love boobs. I love your boobs, girls, but butts. Ooh, butts. Okay. Uh, Rachel or Monica? My Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> I don't really watch friends. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Elaine. See Elaine. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ross. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Reynolds. Reynolds. Uh, Gosling. <laughs> Which one's the notebook one? Uh, Gosling. Yep, that's the one. That's, you don't like Deadpool though? I like. Oh, I was Isn't thinking about which one I'd rather fuck. <laughs> Either way, it's so still yeah, Gosling. You wouldn't rather so. fuck Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. I think because everyone wants to fuck Ryan Reynolds. Give me Gosling. I'll, I'll take the. They're both very good. Are you really fucking him really or is he fucking you? Ooh, it's a mutual thing. Okay, it's if, if someone's fucking together. me, it's Ryan Reynolds. If I okay. get the fuck, it's Ryan <laughs> right. Gosling. Got it. I want to stare into his eyes while. Okay, ready? Yeah. Best pizza toppings. Oh, um, pepperoni and sausage. Ham. Pizza. You can't put pizza. Pizza. Put pizza. pizza. What's your favorite pizza? pizza. Give me a whole pizza. Oh, one pizza. One pizza. And I'll top it with pizza. Ham. I'm gonna yeah. cut the pepperoni pizza ham. and I'm gonna top the pizza with the pizza. <laughs> okay. It <gets> more bread. <laughs> uh, Luigi Mario. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. If you could only use one office supply for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. A Ticonderoga pencil. Pasta. Pasta notes. Pasta. Pasta notes. <laughs> Flare pens. <laughs> Flare pen. Good that was good. Pasta notes. Pasta notes. Ticonderoga? Who said that before she finished the thing? That was so good. How did you know? (laughs) Some good pencils. Oh, man. Stretch it out. Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. No. Name a song that you never get sick of. Enter Sandman by Metallica. No, I can't think of songs. Devin! That's that's her answer. That's her answer. Uh, Killer Queen by Queen. Ooh, I love that song. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, Favorite board game? What's the that's, what that's your answer, Devin. Ark Nova. Oh, okay. really? Ark Nova. Okay, okay. Um, Ark Nova. <laughs> it's not. No, that's not it's it. Not. Well, that's, that's your answer. Oh, oh, it's down the road. No. That's it's my everyone... favorite game in the last five years. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Favorite video game? Uh, Mario 3. Uh, Link to the Past. Super Mario, any of them. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd Mario 3 with me, Devin. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was your favorite. <laughs> okay, ready? Worst fast food restaurant white castle <laughs> yeah white castle <laughs> noodles and company yeah fuck noodles <laughs> fuck noodles and company i like noodles and company they they've fucked us a couple times oh, yeah. well it was like what 5 years ago yeah we got some shitty back. like back to back we got really oh, shitty really? shit and then we were like fuck like you you like intestinally shitty shit, shit you got no. from it just the food we got like, there was like no mac and cheese there was no cheese on the mac and cheese Ooh, it was, it like was just mac gun. yeah i don't know yeah it was just mac and cooked noodles have some mac and <laughs> All right. Okay. Fuck, I'm mm. with you. Fuck them. Well, fuck them. Babies or pasta? <laughs> pasta. 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 Fuck yeah. Pasta. pasta. Babies are cute though. Millie, come on. Millie's yeah. so cute. Well, she is, but she's not a baby anymore. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she is, but she's not pasta. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no I mean, pasta. Millie's great, but yeah. like, uh, have come you on, ever pasta. had rigatoni? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Natalie, what would you say? Babies or pasta? Babies or pasta. Well, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bitch. Yes. <laughs> okay, this one I'm really excited about. Be truthful. What is something you recently Googled? Oh, I uh, uh, Sabika rules. No, no. What was the game we just played? Tribes of the Wind. Uh, the, the cards. Fuck. Um, uh, the microphone adapter. The nice. microphone adapter from, from. I was seeing if there's going to be a new Nintendo Switch because Jack there is into Switch it. Two. Yeah, Switch Two the electric. But how long yeah. do we have to wait for the it's Switch like November, Two? Right? <laughs> yeah, sometime later this year, I think. They don't really know. It seems Ooh, like. So it's do super we wait till Christmas? Yeah. You should still take the one home that I have. We'll talk about this off show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Eight. 
I was an eight. I'll downgrade to a seven because I bumped somebody driving the other day. <laughs> Six. <laughs> I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was real quick before we start. I was pulling into the. I was getting an oil change in Natalie's car. And you know how when you like they open the door and then they're just like they're like waving you in, yeah. And you always feel like you've never driven before when this yeah. is happening. Like I'm gonna That's kill you. Like, just go to a little bit to the left. Yeah. How far? The guy's like, like you. He's like pointing to the le- to the left, and I'm like I'm like I'm doing it, and he's like forcefully <laughs> pointing to the left, and I'm like oh my god, am I not doing it? And then he's like puts his hand up to like stop me, and you would think I would just guide to a stop. I think I almost went through the windshield. I stopped, so I was like, Ugh! right, waved at him. Hey, and I was like, oh my god, I can't, I'm oh, so no. bad. Continue. <laughs> okay, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is overrated. Oh, I was going to say overrated. <laughs> eh. A <Achoo> fan. <laughs> <laughs> Board game themes, okay? These are some this yeah. and that, this or that. Okay. Animals or space? Animals. Space. 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 Trains or the Cold War? Ooh, fuck. What? <laughs> Trains. Cold War. Cold War. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Twilight Struggle is fun. Yeah. Words or Vienna pictures? Wait, is that Cold War? It is. Words or pictures? Uh, Pictures. Words. Words. <laughs> no, I meant to say pictures. <laughs> <laughs> too late, too late. Rapid fire. Trenton Stone, you like like words. Um, How many times did you sneeze in the last week? Four. Probably four. Six. (laughs) What's going on with you? Are you okay? Are you? Oh, yeah, that's true. You're teaching. I was like, for me, I'm like 25. Natalie will sneeze 25 times in one go. I'm a one sneezer. I sneeze once and I'm done. At most, I'll sneeze three at most. I'll get a sneeze attack where I literally sneeze 20 times. It's so annoying. It's the most annoying thing ever. I hate it so much. (laughs) I feel like I'm like really like, oh, I I love you, Natalie. But then she'll start sneezing and I'm like, oh my God, here we fucking go. It's only ever. Well, here's the thing. It's only ever when I'm in the middle of like a really important conversation I'm having with her. And then she'll start and I'm like, well, here goes 45 well, minutes. That. I'll go take it. 45 minutes. <laughs> or he'll, he'll think he has to say bless you every time. And I'm like, stop saying bless you. You don't have to keep saying it. I do. Like, stop saying <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Right. Bless you. That's like, bless you. Stop it. Stop it. Bless you. <laughs> I do. I can't not say bless you. I'm not even religious, but oh I, I have to say bless you. Okay. What's a country you'd be okay never visiting? Russia. Russia. <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it was that North Korea. Answer, One of those yeah. is going to be a thing. Okay, Super Mario Brothers or Zelda? Super Mario Brothers. Zelda. Mario. <laughs> God damn it. I can't believe I had to say that out loud. <laughs> Fuck. What's the most boring thing ever? Uh, teaching. <laughs> no, it's not. It's so not boring. <laughs> boring. Oh, uh, the most boring thing ever? Yes. Work. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have said work. Just work. work. <laughs> boring. <laughs> playing games with Jeff. <laughs> That's her answer. That's your answer, Devin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay, and ready? Here's the last one. And you have to say this as fast as you can. Shit. Okay. How about all of you say it at the same time? Okay. Name a word that starts with F. Go. Frank. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. You said Frank. I said Frank. Frank. Who are you, right? Hey, Frank. <laughs> Frank. Hey, Frank. Frank. Like oh, a good. hot dog, Frank. Frank. With the same sound. Yeah, it did. An yeah. F and a K. I just had a ran in the beginning, yeah. in the middle, instead of an uh. <laughs> an uck. It's the best part of that. Well, the k is the end. Yeah, but C. Yeah, but the C I associate with the k already. Oh, so, so the C is silent. It's, F, it's not F, uck, and k. It's F and uck. <laughs> For today.
today's game of the episode with our special guest. I thought we'd reprise Natalie's favorite game we play, board game or bullshit. Ooh, Natalie. Aww. Natalie is excited because she thought she figured out the I game did, but last everybody time. Everybody knows that, and they're, they're yeah. gonna re. They're, gonna they're gonna not gonna re. They <laughs> they're gonna not change gonna how they re. like do it, or you will. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you one. I don't even know if I should tell you the thing. I'm not gonna say shit. Yeah. You guys are all working together. Is it cooperative? Okay. You're all working together. That's the only way Natalie will play this game. <laughs> We're working together. All right. So, Devin, are you familiar with board game or bullshit? Yes. I'm going to... Uh, will you say no? No. All I'm right. Let me explain. <laughs> so, I'm going to go through and read descriptions to uh, 10 games here. Some number of them are bullshit that I've just created off the top of my head. And some number of them are actual games uh, on Board Game Geek. Your job is to figure out whether they are a board game or a bullshit. We're going to start with number one. It's a good place to start. This game, We're going <laughs> to start with number four. <laughs> this game is called R-Eco. R-Eco. R? Like the letter R? The letter R-E-C-O. Rico. Rico. Uh, huh. It's called Rico. Okay. okay. A local so, city has a problem of unseparated trash left by citizens. Each player is a company that does the trash separation and recycling for the city. Use your truck to take unsorted garbage from dump sites and deliver each to its appropriate recycling center. However, your truck has a weight limit. If you overload it, you have to dump the excess illegally. The player with the most money becomes the one and only authorized garbage collector of the city. Is our eco a board game or bullshit? Rico. Bullshit. You can't see this, can you? That's like no. a... I, like a, I don't like, like the a, name. Like a game on your phone. Like it's a pick up and deliver game. Pick up shit from one place, drop mm -hmm. it off at another place. I don't like the too much thing you have to legally dump. I don't like that yeah. as being a mechanism of a game about recycling. No fucking way is what you're saying. <laughs> so what do we think? We think BS? I think bullshit. Natalie? She's no idea. Oh, she's going to go with whatever you guys say. Natalie, be back. In Until like we get to number seven, and out. then she's like, I figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out. And now yeah. we got it. Let me give me a few to figure it out. Give you a few to figure it out. So are you going along with bullshit? Yeah. That's, we'll say I'm BS for bullshit. Rico. Our eco, Rico, is in fact a board game. Oh, oh man. Bullshit. <laughs> you're still, still lying. Yeah. Number she can, She's like the girl two. from Poker Face. She knows if you're lying. Yeah, she can tell. Bullshit. She always only says that, too. Bullshit. Bullshit. Number two. In front of the elevators. In front of the elevators. Today, the whole family has come out to do some shopping at the department store. But there's a crowd in front of the elevators. Can we make it to our favorite floors? Moms cut in front of dads. Grandpas butt in in front of girls. Everyone is skipping in line. With three friends, when three friends find each other, they head to the cafe instead. Can your family squeeze into the crowded elevator? Is in front of the elevators a board game or bullshit? That better not be a fucking game. It better be bullshit. Because that is like, the dumbest thing. I like, understand recycling. Sure, you drop off. Pick yeah, up recycling. There's no see. mechanism in. Are you standing in front of a fucking elevator? I'm standing That's in an elevator. That's not a relatable thing. That's no one stands in line at the elevator, and then there's three friends try to like beat the families. One shops anymore. Who beats families? <laughs> Family Bull. beater in front of an elevator is in bullshit. In front of the elevators is, in fact. A board game. <laughs> I'm looking at it. In front of the elevators, Devin. Look it in up on board game. In front of the elevators. In front of the elevators. What year was this made? Uh, Devin's going to look it up for us and tell us. <laughs> in front of the elevators. What are you doing? It's a seven out of ten. Oh, baby. How well, many, how many, how many people were you? Yeah. It just came out. 
<laughs> Did it five really? years ago. Oh, so we gotta go back. Ark Nova. You're not the yeah, best game no in five way. years. In front of the elevators. In front of the elevators. Oh, You're back God. and saying no fucking way. 2019. Yeah. Wow. It's great. It's a great game. Sneakily slide past pedestrians. <laughs> what a weird theme. Oh, man. Sneakily slide. I mean, I'm gonna buy Slide, it. slide, sneakily slide. It's a card game. I would love really? if somebody bought one of the games from Board Games or Bullshit on the Discord and then told it's us about it. It's $32 in the BGG store. Dude, are you gonna buy it? It's at the BGG you store. Should, you'll buy anything for $32. It might be good. Maybe you can buy it. Might be good. Oh, yeah! Number three. While you guys are purchasing <laughs> in front of the elevators. Number three. Escape from Cork Island. In this first ever solo escape the room type game, the player has been stranded on an island by their mutinous first mate and is now pitted against time, attempting to free themselves from certain doom before they starve to death. Explore your surroundings, look closely at the included map for an escape point, attempt to seek help from the natives, think quickly, however, as draw too many cards from the time deck and risk being stuck forever. Can you muster up your wits and attempt to break free from Cork Island? Is Escape from Cork Island a board game or bullshit. Did you make Cork. up the bullshits or did other people make them up? That's a good question. Cork, I made them up. The island bullshit. of Cork. I think it's bullshit too because like you'll, you're going to die. You I feel like they, I feel like the description <laughs> sounds like a Ryan made description. What does well, that going even with you. mean? Muster up. That, sounds, yeah. that seems like something you would say. How often do I say muster up, Well, let Jeff? me check my tally marks <laughs> for the things Ryan so many says. fucking times. No, I you do. Ryan said skosh 37 times in the last eight weeks. And he's also watched 13 episodes of Will and Grace. And he said muster up a dozen times. So we're going to go with that's bullshit. Oh, my God. And we've also had two real games in a row. So maybe we're going to go with Yeah, Yes, that too. Is that the real reason you're just trying to come? You're to hide it by saying I say like muster, muster up all up. the time. Well, Brian's I didn't, a I didn't up actually kind of think guy. the muster up. Are you guys all going with bullshit here? Bullshit. Yeah. All right. Well, Escape from Cork Island is indeed bullshit. Hey, we got one. Got one. Fucking you bullshit. got one. Cork Island. <laughs> <laughs> I was right about the muster up. Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all of them have muster up. <laughs> this next one's called. Yeah. Uh, this this next called, one's called Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skip past it. Number four, the Triumvirate, the year 2078. Spell that. Triumvirate. T- you never heard of Triumvirate? T R I U M V E R A T E. Triumvirate. It means like it's three, like three. Well, you'll see. The year 2078. Right, let's words. <laughs> 2078, Wally has fucked up yeah. the world. <laughs> Damn it, Intergalactic <laughs> catastrophe is upon us, and the only way to save the universe is for the triumvirate to consume the celestial stars. The triumvirate, the triumvirate is a game of galactic intervention where three players vie to be the one to consume the power of the holy circles. If they can consume an entire sun in one round, even though they have already consumed an entire balanced Cosmosian object an hour before, they will be victorious, Bullshit. saving the universe from certain doom. Is the triumvirate are they a eating, board game? Are they or eating bullshit? the S U N or S O N? S U N. Oh my god. Are they eating someone's son? <laughs> uh, the S U N. Okay. I think this is bullshit because you said Vi. <laughs> Jeff. Triumvirate. Jeff. You and your language, huh? Jeff, how many times? Oh, Mr. Smarty Pants over there using words like Mustard vibe. Vibe. Oh, Hey, Nail is right. So you think it's bullshit? Yeah. 
I'll, I'll agree with the girls. This is bullshit. Triumvirate. You guys think you know me so well. The triumvirate is, in fact, it's fucking bullshit. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> you needed oh, a couple man. of warm ups. <laughs> I guess so. Let's compare. Number five. Karmaka. Karmaka is a tactical card game. Players begin the game as lowly dung beetles. In life after life, they climb their way up to the karmic up the karmic ladder, racing to see who will achieve transcendence first. Score points to ascend while sowing the seeds of your next life and, if necessary, sabotage your rivals. But remember, what goes around comes around, and your actions have consequences in this life and the next. Is Karmaka a board game or bullshit? Spell Karmaka. Like K. Karma? Yep. K-A-R-M-A okay. and then K-A. Okay. I, kinda, I don't I don't Well, know you say K-A all the time, so <laughs> I got this bullshit. Is it a is it a karma chameleon or is this the karma? <laughs> this one's a karma chameleon. Karma cup. Oh yeah. So it's a karma chameleon. So they just drop the million part. Karma karma, 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 karma. <laughs> What's a karma chameleon? What's a karma chameleon? Um, you come on a chameleon. Well, I don't mind this idea. I'm I don't mind that this is a board game. game. But I'm not sure. I think board game too. Alright, board game. You guys all think board game? Karmaka is in fact a board game. Alright, Karmaka. Yeah. Shut up! Natalie's face has gone fucking from face. Fuck this game to look at me, look at my eyebrows. <laughs> Number <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Sheer panic. Sheer S-H-E-A-R. Oh, like sheer boredom? Like sheer boredom. The best game you ever heard, E-W-E. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, do you long for the life of a sheep? Wow. Bright summer days filled with games of tag and attempts to flock closer to Roger the heartthrob ram. But watch out, the shearer wants to drag you away from all the fun and games. In sheer panic, you maneuver your used to score points, playing tag, standing closer to Roger, or trying to avoid the shearing scissors. Will your brave sheep score the most po most the most points, <laughs> or will it be off with the wool for you? Oh, how is clever, Ryan! Sheer is Ryan, that's this really is cute. Come on, hear me. This is one thousand percent a board game. Sheer it is. Heard of it? A thousand percent a board game. <laughs> okay. Not only have I heard of it, I have seen it on Bill's shelves. It is a green box with okay. sheep on it. This is a board game. Sheer panic. Board Go game. Ahead. Sheer panic is in fact a board game. It's a board game. Wow. One thousand percent a board wow. game. But doesn't it seem like? Did you make yeah. up that description? No. No. Damn. That's the point of the game. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something you'd make up. Oh, well, that was the so. point. That's, That's why the I point. put it, it there. Does. I was it trying really to does. fool you. There's a. Um, that was the. It's one of the highest rated of all the games I've ever okay. used on oh. here. I, I still didn't think you'd know. It. Yeah. I didn't know Bill had it, but yeah, I was Bill like, I was like, there's a chance if they know one, it's this yeah. one. <laughs> there's a, a hair place around here called Shears Tuya. Oh. <laughs> well, Roberto is what? Oh, sheer, what's Roberto? Sheer boredom, sheer boredom right? With, but both words are not spelled like they should yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number seven. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> That's the name of the game? <laughs> nope. Yeah. What's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Gobble, gobble, gobble. You have just achieved your dream of co-owning a turkey shop with your grandfather. The only issue no! is... No! No! Bullshit! Don't even finish it. We'll fill Devin in later. This is not it. This is bullshit. Just go on bullshit. to number eight or nine. What? We're right. <laughs> 10,000 times not a game. Oh, over and over again. This. 
Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll fill you in later. You don't want to hear the rest no. of it? Maybe yeah, it's okay. okay. We'll hear it, but it's bullshit. Maybe Let's not. hear it, though. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yep. You have just achieved your dream of <laughs> owning a turkey shop with your grandfather. The only issue is nobody's eating there. Work together with your street team to get the word out about the new shop and drum up as much business as possible before the food critic comes to shut you down. In this four-player cooperative game, your partners will be changing constantly. Work with one partner to secure the highest possible grade of turkey then change partners to shoot a commercial telling people how good the turkey is if you don't work well enough together the entire operation will shut down and you will lose the game is gobble 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 <laughs> no it's a bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit it's not a game now that i've heard well, the whole thing it's definitely still not a game <laughs> yeah <same. laughs> well Devin, what do you think about it <laughs> i mean oh. not a game gobble 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 is in fact not a game bullshit <laughs> 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 Number eight. What's the score? You guys have gotten them all to the know. first two, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. the so first two. two. God yep. damn it. Number eight. Three, two, one. Disaster. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Devin already doesn't even like that one. She's leaning back and said that. <laughs> Sorry. Three, two, one. Disaster. A tsunami has been activated near the coastal waters of White Cough Beach. There's no time to call for help. You must get out of this situation yourselves. In this racing dexterity game, players are racing against time to be the first to clear out all the water from their dwellings before they frightfully drown. Use the pump counter to pick up and toss all the water tokens away from your dwelling, potentially getting more water in your opponent's dwellings. Your pump will eventually break, forcing you to take a store action to go and buy another one. Keep in mind, your opponents are dumping water into your dwelling all the while. The player who first rids their dwelling of water tokens wins, unwittingly dooming your opponents to an underwater doom. Is three, two, one, disaster. A board game or bullshit? I don't love how many times you said dwelling <laughs> or water. Yeah. And also, like, mm -hmm. your water thing might break and you should go buy a new one like we just had to do a bunch of times. Oh, that's, what I was thinking that's it. Natalie, <laughs> you got that one. This, bull it. this is and bullshit. Then, there oh, was a mind. word. What did he say? Dwelling. Gratefully drowning. <sighs> I feel like that was a right. So it's out. So this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> shut down. Say the battery. Shut down. Say the battery. Turn it off. Don't have to be the same one. Damn it. Number nine. <laughs> Dojo Kun. Dojo Kun? In a mystical land. Uh, K U N. Oh, okay. did we take all the wind out of your no, Keep going. It's good. In a mystical land far away from here, gobble, two gobble, prestigious gobble. martial arts tournaments have been held since the ancient times <laughs> the White Lotus Tournament and the Black Lotus Tournament. These two tournaments are the most important show of legendary martial arts used by powerful athletes. Extraordinary masters. You guys know it's a board game. It's a fucking board game. Number it's 10. A board game. Yeah, it's a board game. <sighs> okay, what's number 10? The Call of the Beast. Okay. <laughs> While moving around the game board, the beast remains calm and hidden. But as soon as the players are at rest, the beast activates, howling louder and louder. Once players accumulate noise tokens equal to their threshold, the beast strikes. Once everyone has been struck, the beast wins. Players must use hidden movement mechanisms and play tactic cards cleverly to avoid detection as long as possible. Is the Call of the Beast a board game or bullshit? It sounds like a board game, but it, it also sounds like... reminds me of like, that one where you're blindfolded. Oh, Nyctophobia? That's it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I told you what I knew. This is an audio show. I told you, you what something. I know. <laughs> they can see your shoulders yeah. shrug. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> is, it, is it called that? I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah, you, you played that with Ryan, with Ryan. at like a, yeah. a Nerf Fest. Yep, Nerf Fest. Right. That's right. You made it up. Yep. So there is, there's that. It also felt like um, Terrorscape with the noise. Mm -hmm. It feels like a lot of other games, but 
I it also of, could be a lot of other games. Right. It could be a game. Should we say board game? Hmm. Or what do you think? Well, what word did I, I say really in there? Know. That's a Ryan Nothing word. Nothing stood out. The Call of the Beast. There is a game called The Beast. While moving around the game board, the beast remains calm. A board game. But as soon as the players rest, sure, we'll go board. We'll go board game. The Call of the Beast is, in fact, bullshit. Thanks for giving me that one, guys. Ooh, Thank you. I knew you were just giving it to me to be nice. <laughs> no, we weren't. All right, so here uh, I'm going to give away now everything. Okay, I'm going to give okay. away give the secrets. Away, give it away. All right, yeah. number one was our no number three was Escape from Cork Island. I basically oh, went through board. me getting caught in the bathroom. That's what the game was about. <laughs> okay. Cork board. That was your clue there. You got it anyway, because I said muster. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. You, you used the word. <sighs> Triumvirate is about boy pizza, girl pizza. So if they can consume an entire sun in one round, even though they've already consumed an entire balanced Cosmosian object an hour before, they will be victorious. I was hoping right. you would get that. Okay. I thought that was weird. Gobble, gobble, gobble. We know that one. We can move on. Three, two, one. Disaster was bullshit. That one is what Natalie said about the basement. Yep. Yep. yep exactly. And the call of the beast, uh, when you're moving around, the beast remains calm. Mackers. Mackers. Oh. But as soon as you rest, the beast activates. So it's what that's our funny. dog Mackers. Where are the dogs? Uh, they're locked they're up in the oh. in the room. Yeah. He'll just yell at He'll us the whole time we record. Oh. And fart. Yeah. <laughs> he just yells and farts now. That's pretty much all he does. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So that was board game where bullshit. Every single time we play this game, it's like it's like when we play, like my kids are like, I want to do this. And every, we're like, every time you do that, someone cries. That's board yeah. gamer bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone leaves board gamer bullshit like deflated. Yeah, right. Is it you this time? Yes, it's oh, me. Is it? No, I'm Who just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was it was a great time. That's board game or bullshit. Before we get to our top five of the episode, I want to tell you guys one cool thing about an event coming up called Nerdfest. A new year is upon us, and so too another Nerdfest convention. Yes, that's right. Nerdfest is back. The second annual board gaming convention run out of Wixom, Michigan, powered by the Gamecasters. We're looking forward to seeing all of you there April 26th, 27th, and 28th to help us avoid the sophomore slump. One such reason that we were able to be successful last year was in large part to our main sponsor, The Upkeep Games. They're back sponsoring us again this year, providing us with that sweet, sweet gaming library. The Upkeep Games have two locations here in Michigan, one in Ann Arbor and one in Howell. Both locations are open seven days a week and run kids' events at 10 a.m. on Saturday. They buy used board games. I've taken most of my collection there to sell off, but they also buy miniatures, RPG books, and in-print TCG cards with pricing on their website, theupkeepgames.com. The Ann Arbor location has board game nights on Thursdays and serves a selection of Michigan-made adult beverages. You can also expect to see some great things back this year at NerdFest, like the Tumbling Dice Tournament. Twitch star Jamie Daggers will be there teaching you all how to paint those minis you can then use in McDave Mix D&D One-Shot. Modern Meeple is going to be there working on some really cool NerdFest-only type surprises, so come and meet Josh, the man behind the Gamey Susan. A couple of great designers will also be in attendance, like Matt Riddle of Motor City Gameworks. Matt Kuzina will be there showing off his hot new Kickstarter-fulfilled game, Kyperium. Sam McDavid of McDavid Publishing will be there to show off his game, Everstone, coming to Kickstarter soon. And Jeremy Pete, yes, the OG gamecaster himself, will be in attendance introducing people to his new fantasy rules-light RPG system, Grit. We've got the entire building this year for NerdFest, so we hope to make it bigger and better than ever before. There's a full bar downstairs in the hall, so if you enjoy partaking in some libations while you play games, that's available to you. 
We will have giveaways. My son Cameron had a great idea to use a prize wheel to give away all sorts of Gamecasters Nerdfest swag, so look for him there doing that. We're doing another charity auction that will see proceeds going to Extra Life on behalf of Joe Jitsu, and there's just all sorts of other fun things that will be happening at the event that you won't want to miss. So if you're interested in learning more about Nerdfest and how to get involved, head on over to eventcreate.com forward slash nerdfest24. There you will find the link to registration, which is only $15 for the entire weekend of gaming. Once registered, you will get the link to all the events you can sign up for, and most of them are completely free. Once again, that's eventcreate.com forward slash nerdfest24. We cannot wait to see each and every one of you there April 26th, 27th, and 28th in Wixom, Michigan for Nerdfest 2024. For today's top five of the episode, I know I'm doing that in like iambic <laughs> pentameter. Um, for today's top five, we are going to do, uh, we're going to kind of harken back to a really fun Instagram inbox that we did, I don't know how long ago, a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, Jeff thought it could be a good idea for a top five. I think it is a fantastic idea. And this is going to be our top five games that we would name maybe our genitalia after. All right, so the name of the game, we might say, this is what my genitalia is named. Is that correct? Is that yeah. kind of how you, how you thought it was? like yep. genitalia, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, all, so that's the what genitalia. I thought We're going to end with Devin this time. So we're going to go in a circle. We're going to start okay. with Jeff, go to me, go to Natalie, end with Devin. Does that sound good? Yep. Jeff, hit us with number five. Sometimes you have to be realistic about your genitalia. My number five is medium. Medium! <laughs> he knows the truth. That's <laughs> what I want to do. You know, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah. I'm not, not going around like some horse. You know, it's Fuck medium. No. Some horse. It's medium. <laughs> right. Not folding my dick in half to get to 12 inches. Exactly. It's just medium. It's a nice one right yep. in the middle nice there. Nice medium size. <laughs> number five for me is actually one of my favorite games of all time, but I am a man after all, so I definitely have too many boners yeah there you go that's my number five <laughs> my number five is my junk drawer <laughs> yeah junk drawer <laughs> Great. We were driving over here. I was like, I guarantee junk drawer is yeah. on Natalie's yeah. list. I was like, that's a yeah. perfect one. <laughs> Devin, what is your number five? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have more than five. <laughs> yeah, me too. We'll, I have 15. We'll yeah. Yeah, we'll, we do those yeah. afterwards. Right. Yeah. Um, obsession. Obsession. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's good. good. Yeah. That's really that's good. That's good. All right, Jeff, what's your number four? Okay. <laughs> on certain nights, I call mine the eight minute empire. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's a long time. That's good. That's a long that's time. A long that's, time. Long. that's too long, Jeff. Some nights I say. Some nights Some I have it. You know. <laughs> Sometimes this medium guy has it. Everyone. <laughs> my number four was obsession, but I'm gonna oh. swap it out, and I'm gonna say my number four is red. Seven. Oh my god. No one's calling red it that. Seven. No one's calling. Ryan's calling I it, call that. it that. Wait, yours? It's my red rocket. Oh, oh yours. Yo, you mean yours? I know, but mine. Is, oh, yeah. like red. It's like seven the, inch, like that. <sighs> when you oh have to explain God. it, Natalie, it loses all of its its muster. It. Everything I've mustered You're up is to lost. Up his top five. I know. I got to vie for getting my words. <laughs> fucking heard. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Natalie, what's your number four? Okay, my number four is Bunny Bunny Moose Moose. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hey, check out Bunny Bunny Moose Moose. Oh, look like Bunny Bunny Moose Moose. <laughs> what the fuck? This seems fun. <laughs> it just seems fun. It does seem fun. <laughs> Devin, what is your number four? Feast for Odin. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> 
we even need to go on? Buddy, buddy, foo. Come enjoy the feast. Not buddy, 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 moose, moose. Did you say that because moose knuckle is like a thing? You got two moose knuckles. I get it. I like the feast for Odin. Yeah. Wow, Jeff, to be Odin at that feast. My name's called Odin. All right, Jeff, number three. My number three. Win, lose, banana. <laughs> Will your banana win or lose? Exactly. We don't Whether know. you lose or not, it gets a banana. Oh Number three for me. Um, sometimes Natalie calls me uh, my little Everdell. <laughs> Here, take my little Everdell. My, little Everdell. <laughs> um, my number three is Agricola. All creatures, big and small. <laughs> I didn't know it was like me. So it was like big or small. It could be small and big. It grows, you know. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> you said it was never small. You said it was, you well, said like, it was Agricola. All creatures perfect and perfect. Big and big. All creatures perfect. And then it's bigger. <laughs> All creatures perfect for me. <laughs> Devin, number three. Broom service. <laughs> ah, that's good. That Mine's called good. the broom. That's no. good. All right, Jeff. Number two. My number two is Hungry Monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. My number two, I'm a happy little salmon. <laughs> oh, my God. My number two is Pit. <laughs> Good one. There you go. You want to have a little, have a little sex? I fell into the pit. I fell into the pit. I fucked Natalie's pit. <laughs> I come inside of me, yeah. That's pretty good. Oh That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> the pig. <Well> <laughs> I'm gonna leave the pig. <laughs> Devin, Devin, number two. Oh my Planet God. unknown. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Planet unknown. Hasn't been explored. Not explored this planet <laughs> no, in a while. Unknown. We are on number one, man. What's number oh one? My, my number one. It's got to be the same as mine. My number one is no. This is different. Okay. I think I think I know what your number one. Okay. Is. Sometimes I have. I want Devin to 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 do this, right? Yeah, for sure. So I, mine's called the game. Are you ready to play the game? Which <laughs> <laughs> is the full name of the game? Oh yeah. She the was game. like. She was like. What? So if my dick is the game, I say the you game. Ready to are play you ready this? to play the game? You ready to play the game? That's great. That's good. Number one for me, it's uh, Natalie kind of intimated at all creatures big and small. My number one is micro macro. Okay. Oh. Sometimes it's this and other times it's this, but not really this, more like this. <laughs> you can't see this on audio. <laughs> number one, Natalie, what's your number my one? Number one is Isle of Cats. There you go, yep. <laughs> The Isle of Cats. <laughs> it's just an island. Devin, number one. Pipeline. <laughs> good one. <laughs> there are so many yeah. good ones for vagina. Pipeline. <laughs> That's good. Jeff. Honorable. Honorable mentions. Do you have oh any? Oh, my goodness. Um, I got a fuck I, ton. Uh, well, I thought your number one was going to be Insider. Insider like, is, oh, my, oh, first, is my first... Um, Honorable mention. I had uh, Tower of Madness. That's good. Junk art. Junk art is and great. Then, you know, really, it's just when you look at it, I have just one. Just one. Me too. Just I have one. just one as well. <laughs> yeah. I have Insider. I have Illusion. Illusion. <laughs> I have Gugong because it just for some reason sounds like Dudong. Yeah. Uh, can't stop because I just that's all I think about. Mm -hmm. 20 strong if I'm really just being, you know, like. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. not. I mean, you know. What? Lying. I mean, if you're you don't lying. like, if I'm being untruthful, <laughs> if you're not happy with it, it could be called unfair. That could be, yeah. could be another one. And I also have a a, a, a time one called um, six second scribbles. <laughs> yep. Now, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, I had Caverna mm -hmm. and Longshot and Longshot. Super, Caverna. Super Mega Lucky Box. Ah! Yeah, that's 
Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, no thanks. Oh, damn. Did you go? Did you go? Devin, you're killing it. The Lost Expedition. The Lost Expedition. The Lost Those Ruins of Arnak would be good, too. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Jeff, do you have any more? Oh, I wrote down a bunch. I, I you, knew, like you were looking. I knew oh. that Devin was coming up with her own list, but I was like, I got to find... Just in case Devin was like, I don't know what to put on my but I she did the already same nailed thing for her list, so I was like, Cat in the Box, I thought would have been Cat a good one. Oh, yeah. Great. Catacombs yeah. game. Yes, yeah. Catacombs, um, yes. Instead of Gizmos, just pronouncing it Gizmos <laughs> would be good. Gizmos. Um, I thought Junk Drawer, Junk Art, just yep. one uh, long shot again. Mr. Jack Pocket would have been a good one. Yep. Tang Garden, I thought oh, maybe yeah. Tang Garden would come up there, but that was that For was that time of, of the month, Key Flow. Uh, <laughs> yep. maybe, maybe you're not getting past Hadrian's Wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lost Ruins of Arnak were other ones that I had, so good fucking times. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the GameCasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer, gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan and you have been listening to the Gamecasters. Good night everybody. Hey.